Good morning, it's Danger Dan here in the Talk Shop. Today's episode is with my friend Jeff Milburn. Last week I got to go sit down at his shop, you know, and shoot the fucking breeze, man. Jeff Milburn just got done uh, working on a film called The Bike Riders. If you're not familiar with The Bike Riders, you should look up Bike Riders by Danny Lyons. He was a photographer that hung out with the outlaws back in the late 60s, taking photos and interviewing them and put out a book with it's mainly photos, but he's got some interviews that he did with some of the subjects in the photos. And recently, Jeff Nichols, not to be confused with Jeff Milburn in this podcast, there's a lot of Jeffs, but Jeff Nichols wrote a screenplay and, uh, you know, put together a fucking sweet team of people to help bring this thing to life. You know, Tom Hardy, Austin Butler, Norman Reedus, Michael Shannon, Jody Comer, and Jeff motherfucking Milburn. Yeah, I just want to say that I think that as a fan of that culture, uh, those bikes and those photos that, and just, and I know I'm not the only one, but I'm saying that we are all lucky that there was somebody like Jeff Milburn with the credentials in Hollywood to be able to fill the role that he did to help, you know, keep this movie uh, as true to those photos with actual bikes, you know, nothing but pan heads and shit on set. I mean, it's pretty fucking cool. And he and it was not easy for him. And that's what we'll talk about in this podcast is how he got the job, uh, you know, how he picked the bikes, why he picked the bikes, how he taught the actors how to ride. It's, uh, you know, it was not an easy job. And I, he tried to quit at one point. He got fired at one point. It was, uh, this is a really good podcast. And I just want to say, I appreciate you, Jeff, everything you did to make this happen. I'm glad that, uh, you stuck it out and you made it happen for all of us and kept it as period correct as you possibly could. And uh, we're going to be forever, forever grateful for that. So let's get into this podcast. This show, like all shows, is brought to you by MCShopTees.com, your t-shirt of the month club, the only way to support every local motorcycle shop. Each month, we feature a different shop from around the country. We send you out, you know, a limited print t-shirt design and a postcard that tells you about the shop, where they're located, and what they specialize in. Each month, it's like Christmas. Speaking of Christmas, it's right around the corner. You can buy this as a gift. You can pick it up in three, six, or 12-month packages and gift it to one of your loved ones. I know you've got some friends that ride motorcycles or a dad or an uncle or that's always wearing retarded shit. Uh, you can sign them up yourself, and just a, a badass T-shirt will show up at their mailbox every month. <clears throat> it's a pretty sweet thing. This month's featured shop is Lead Sled Customs out of Dayton, Ohio. Uh, Pat's been, you know, building custom choppers since the 90s and making custom parts shortly after that. Now his shop specializes in making springers. Uh, oh, I just lost it. Wheels. What kind of wheel? Invader wheels or, you know, mag style wheels. They're they're fucking sweet. And uh, 
He still does full custom builds. He's got hardtail kits, everything from kickstands to lights, wheels. I mean, he's, he does it all. So check him out at leadsledcustoms.com. Thank you, sir. Uh, make sure you sign up before the end of this month so you do not miss next month's featured shop. I got two in the running. I'm leaning on one. We'll see what happens. We'll see who uh, who comes through on this one. MCShopTees.com. If you'd like to support the show, but you already have enough t-shirts, go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com. <clears throat> There's a Patreon support link where you can donate five bucks a month to keep this show on the road. And as a way of saying thank you, uh, one of my supporters, Low Brow Customs, who has pretty much everything you could possibly think of on the internet, ready to keep your bike on the road. Uh, one of them being Lead Sled Customs products. Uh, dude, they're fucking amazing. But I got a $100 gift card to give away from those dudes every month. And I think, have we done? No, I haven't even done it this month. But I got next week. Next week, I'll give away a $100 gift card to Low Brow Customs. Go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com and sign up for that Patreon. Also, for every $5 you donate before the end of the year, I've got an expedition to give away thanks to Motorcycle Sherpa. Motorcycle Sherpa is who I've traveled to Nepal with uh, last year and in 2019. They do trips in India and Mongolia, and it's just they're, they're incredible. You know, the team that he's got over there, the way that he's curated these trips, it's fucking, it's just great. And for less than 5000 bucks, it covers two weeks on the road, bikes, food, lodging. Literally, the only thing you're paying for is booze and, like, take-home stuff. So the value is insane. And now he offers financing. So you can spend a year, you know, setting aside money and financing it. Actually, he said you could finance a trip two months before the trip. You don't even have to have the trip paid for to go on the trip. So uh, he's got a program going. Go So go check it out, MotorcycleSherpa.com. It's an amazing thing. Um, so next weekend, actually this coming weekend, moments from this, from me releasing this podcast, I will be jumping in my truck and driving to Yellow Rose Canyon for Born Free Texas, starting to set up to get ready for this weekend. It's going to be incredible. So I hope that you will be there. Friday night will be the opening night for Prince Paints and Steel. It's a, it's an art show me and Lee Bullock have put on. We've just invited some friends of ours to take photos that do paintings, uh, and sculpt things out of metal. And there'll be a tent set up next to the Ives brothers. And I, you know, I've never done anything like this before. And I'm sure you'll be able to tell, but it's going to be fun. And today's podcast guest, Jeff Milburn, will be there spinning vinyl. Uh, he's essentially a DJ, but not like the DJ that you think, you know, that does the bunch of record scratching, you know, he's going to play some vinyl for us. And it's going to be awesome. I'm pretty fucking stoked about it. So. That's that, man. Uh, you know, Jeff did want me to say, <clears throat> before we get into this podcast, he, you know, he does a lot of talking about, you know, the the trials and tribulations of dealing with these old bikes uh, and these actors and these Hollywood producers and everything that he, you know, he had to do to make sure that he could keep this movie as period caress as he possibly could. And he just wanted me to let, Anybody know that had to deal with him 
during the making of this movie, he does appreciate you. And it is not lost with him how difficult he was to work with. And he appreciates the, the, uh, the, the opportunity to be able to be a part of something like this and is very appreciative of everybody else involved and knows that by no means at all was this like a, you know, all, you know, solely on his shoulders. He knows that it was impossible without everybody that I just mentioned. So, uh, Jeff, we thank you and Jeff thanks you. So let's get into this podcast with Jeff Milburn. And if you're interested in hearing any more about Jeff, which I, I definitely think you should go do is listen to the first podcast that we recorded. I'll put the link in the show notes, uh, but it just talks about his history and what he's done before now, you know, to get ready for this, you know, like the movies he's worked on. I mean, he was in the NASCAR truck series. He raised pro motocross. He, um, He's done the motorcycle chase. He's ridden across the country. He loves going to swap meets. Uh, he's an all-around American guy, and I fucking love him. So enjoy this podcast with Jeff Milburn. That was Michael Shannon. Yeah, nobody recognizes Norman Reedus for sure. <laughs> I mean, he because they 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 made like you know they put a giant beard on him and stuff and uh, and false teeth, and wig, oh the whole thing and he and I mean he had big sunglasses on and it was funny because I think I mean I don't know if I should be telling you all this off the record but I mean I mean like while we're not oh we are oh we are yeah <laughs> you didn't tell me that <laughs> <laughs> not fair. <laughs> When did this start? Uh, um, when I walked in the door down there? No, no way. I'm going to think about what I said. No, uh, and, he, and he plays what? Uh, Funny Sonny, right? Yeah, Funny Sonny. Um, so, I mean, I thought that was a pretty prominent character. Uh, it is. It, have, you, have you read the book, all the stuff in the back of the book? I've read, a, I read I've written it twice, and I just recently read a little bit more, like from Kathy's perspective, Cal yeah. and, uh, what is it, Cal and... I mean, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, the you know, funny Sonny, I think, in real life, had uh, ridden from California to Chicago, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm from what I, I mean, because you know, Norm and I were talking before he even got to Ohio. You know, I'm like, you're you're riding this handshift bike, and he's he's so funny you know he's like well, i've never ridden a handshift bike i'm like you have a motorcycle show you're gonna ride a handshift bike you know yeah. and i was yeah. i was getting one of the few people that can't say no to this. yeah i said that's what i told him i said you know i've sat in these meetings for a month and a half telling them norman's i'm good with norman just whenever he gets here we'll go out and and i'm like you can't you know he's telling me on text i'm not, I'm not gonna ride that goddamn bike i'm gonna die you know I'm like you're not gonna die i swear and um he uh, he was so he was actually so much fun to deal because he had to you know he came kind of late and to the to the party you know he didn't he wasn't there the early early so he was kind of like a breath of fresh air you know coming it was a little different yeah, yeah well it was because you know I knew I knew him from before and um and uh, he and I really got along good the one or two times we had been around each other before and talked about stuff and talked about my racing and stuff before and he and uh, and he was. You could tell he was a little bit, like he knew he was. Nobody's going to notice him. In now, the did movie. you know him from the past through like 
doing shoots or was it like you know through motorcycle specifically like when he came and did the ride show here yeah that that was when when he and i talked a long time was when he did the 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 his tv show ride thing here which i was you know i was i've still yet to see that episode well, I don't watch TV, so I wouldn't. I don't even know what channel it would be on. I don't have the TV to watch. You know, <laughs> you don't have to be at somebody's house to watch it. But um, yeah, he he came up and started talking to me, and I guess he had uh, at that during that that thing, and he's like, "Oh, you're Oliver's, you know, buddy," and I'd heard about you or something, and we talked about racing mostly, and um, he asked me why I wasn't gonna stay and hang out. I was like, oh, "I don't have time to hang out." I was, I think, when that was happening, I was painting my van. And I, I popped over in between coats. Oh, for the ride show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. So, You're paid in the Satan's van? The Satan Cycles van. Yeah. In fact, that day, it was the day I was, I don't know if I was putting clear on it or putting one of the colors. I mean, it had so many colors. But Norman was very, um, it was fun. And because uh, it, it, it was one of Oliver's bikes, that brown, he calls it the brown bobber that I built, which is kind of a chopper. I mean, know? it was right around that time, too, the, when the ride was filmed, right? Like, just before that? Yeah, it was like probably. the last Southern Throwdown? I don't remember, because we... we, At we the bomb we, factory. Anyways. Yeah, we we took that. Oh, I sent uh, Mac and Cheese. Do you know Mac and Cheese, the girl that does the hand lettering and stuff? No. I, I was going to go... Um, Mac and Cheese, that's yeah, she uh, Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> um, she does upholstery and stuff, but uh, I was going to... I don't know. We got off on this brown bobber thing, but when I put that bike together for Oliver, you know, I painted, painted the frame, painted it all. It was so intricate to paint it, kind of, because the way it was. Got it together, and um, uh, the guys from Mama Tried had uh, hit me up, and uh, you know, I know at least one of those guys is pretty good. And he he said, "You got a, you got a bike you built?" And I said, "Well, I'm just about to finish this thing for Oliver," and uh, of course, I had to do a car commercial when it was happening so um mac and cheese girl sabrina she uh the dog's gonna bark sorry she uh loaded that thing up in one of my box trucks and she took it to mama yeah and she hung out up there you know i'm sorry the dog's barking is that fucking we just need to start over now we do no i'm just (laughs) well i don't know what to do about the dog likes to bark hey look boom come here hey boomer i got some snacks boom come here hey Am I yelling? Do you edit these things? A little bit. Okay. Come yeah, here. I have to edit this one. Now. Oh, you got a big one. <laughs> Come here. No, yeah. stop. Come here. Yeah. I mean, as now go party with that. In the microphone, I think yeah. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. I hope you... So so she took that mic up there, and Oliver wasn't there, and I wasn't there. Just, oh, neither one of you were there. No, this, have you been to that show? Never. What a I great guess. spot. Those guys, Warren Scott, Jeremy, what I love about that show is they like... They don't. They just they invite people, you know. Like, yeah. we want you to come up here, and then of course you just send a bike. You know. I felt terrible. <laughs> he, he didn't. I mean, I still. It's Warren Hare. Is that his name? Yep. Warren Hare. Yeah. He he's the one that had um, that invited me, and I had met him when I was up there once. Oliver and I were up doing one of our swap meet things, and we ended up buying a bike from the guy Warren knew and bought some parts from him, and uh, Warren and I got along pretty good. I thought, you know, we. Uh, we talked a lot and we kept in touch and then he asked me a few years later if I wanted to bring that a bike and I sent that one I I mean I felt so bad that I couldn't go and Oliver couldn't go but um, Mac and Cheese took it up there nice I bet she was stoked 
I think she had fun. You know, she stayed at that really fancy hotel they have. I mean, she was. The Iron Horse? I don't know what it was. And she, or it was the Dahmer Hotel across the street. Uh, probably was something like that. Something really nice. And she um, she went to a bunch of antique stores because she likes antiques and she took care of the bike. And um, my buddy Patrick uh, helped her unload it and get it up there. And So that was pretty cool. So that's the bike that um, Norman Reedus rode. And uh, I. The. You know, I had to work. I worked with most all the actors um, riding the bikes. I mean, it's, I feel weird with just talking and I mean, the people yeah, listening you know, to this. Can we have, tell you why I brought you here today? Yeah. Just to talk about exactly that kind of Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, you know. Um, I mean, uh, I think it's so fascinating that, you know. Those bikes are tough to ride with your buddies around the block, you know? Yeah. To go To go for a day's ride with. Five dudes who even built their bike, you know, they put yeah. their fingers all over every piece of it. And then to, like, just to go on a day excursion, like, shit's going to fucking happen, oh, yeah. you know? And to do it under, you know, now you got people that don't, they've never even, some of them haven't ridden motorcycles before. Most of them that have ridden motorcycles have never ridden motorcycles like these. I mean, even with your stunt crew, even with, like, some of your professional racers that you're yeah, using, my- like... They've never ridden a foot clutch tank shift. Yeah, some of, some of my stunt guys had not had not ridden a tank shift, or you know, because they're motocross racers, or you know, one guy's a trials guy. A lot of guys are kind of road racing, you know, stunty things. You know, they're riding, you know, Japanese yeah. full fairing bikes. But they they're so all those guys that worked for me were so professional and so good. I was so proud of them. I mean, were they stoked too? Like, to even, oh yeah, the, I mean, all of them. All of them. Cool. All the stunt guys were just, we had, that was the the breath of fresh air. Once I got everybody, all the guys working for me got there. All the stunt guys got there. Because, you know, I was... Um, let's go back. Let's talk yeah, about how we should started. start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, cause, I feel terrible because whoever's listening is like, what the hell are they talking about? Oh, you no. Know? They, they know. Okay. They know. Okay. I mean, they know. So, when I first heard about this... By yes. the way, your smile is huge just talking about it. You're like, so, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm you excited, are so dude. happy. It's great, man. Well, I mean, I remember like hearing Oliver talk about it, you know, and it might have been before you'd even, you know, obviously you probably knew, but you, you didn't have the job or, you know, you oh, yeah, had to put in. And we might, I think we talked before you even really got the gig. Yeah. But I just remember hearing about it and just like getting excited then and thinking like how lucky not only like me as a fan of old bikes and those photos and that book, but like everybody that's going to get to watch that, that, that there is somebody like you at that moment in time that had the credentials, <laughs> had the knowledge Thanks. and had the wherewithal to, you know, go the extra link to make sure that that aesthetic was there. And, you know, it was it was exciting, you know, like it really was exciting just hearing about it. And now we're like so close. You know, like almost... People have seen it now and I have it, you know, I'm like, fuck. It's, uh, oh, you know, man. and just to think about how much, you know, even before I heard what you went through to make all this happen and all the, <laughs> the, the loopholes or, you know, the fires you had to put out, like just thinking about even if everybody was on board from the get-go, how difficult it would have been to keep all those bikes. Oh, I agree. Like on the screen, you know, you got cameras. Now it's like, all right, you don't just have eyes on you. You got people like with cameras going. Millions you know, of dollars action, of equipment. You know? Yeah, and, and other departments. Oh, they, I can't even, I don't even know if we could sit here and I could tell you what that was like. I mean, it was, 
I, it was it was rough. It's I mean, like you had to like ignore all that shit. It's so just, hard to because it, it felt like a lot. I mean, even of people working, working on the bikes, me. knowing yeah. how <laughs> dialed everything had to be. Like, you, okay, yeah. now the cameras aren't even there. You're in the shop getting the bikes ready. Like, no, no, no. This has got to be because when I go out there and have to kick this thing, yeah. and there's six other bikes running. Like, I can't. This one yeah. can't be the I one. I mean, and and think about this. I'm I'm a stunt coordinator, right? So that's not really the way the way films are made people that are listening will know that, that there's departments right and yes um being a stunt being in charge of the stunt department or as as on this show in the end i ended up just being in charge of the motorcycles and car stunt stuff the vehicle stunt stuff um as a co-coordinator so that's my job to make sure all that goes well imagine most shoots there's one or two or four motorcycles and 10 cars or 20 you know but there's this amount of motorcycles and cars, and then then we got to add on the fact that we have a lot of actors, and the and the director Jeff was very very adamant that he wanted his actors riding these motorcycles. This wasn't, and you know I'm thinking, whoa, you know, just add all that together, and then if we if we take you and I talking right now, and we go all the way back to the thought that there's going to be this movie, and um, you know Oliver and I going to lunch, he's like. He's friends with Ben Nichols, who's his brother is a director, and Oliver's like his brother's gonna is gonna get to make. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what I can do about the dog. I don't know. You know, you're good. You're good. My my life is a dog that likes to bark, but um, she's trying to protect us. And uh, I. Uh, do you want me to? It's do not something? as bad as you think. It isn't. No. Are you sure you don't want me to do something about the dog? What are we gonna do? Put him down. I, <laughs> I can't do that. My, my only friend in this but world. Yeah. I can put her out in the shop. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's do can we stop? Yeah, yeah you stop. Okay. So, we were just talking about how they just gave you the job because you're friends of friends, right? Oh, come on. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're just trying to, you're trying to get me started. Yeah, that's, no, I think it is. Uh, it's something that we can't pass up because, yeah, there was some, like, you know, friends of friend relationships. But, you know, with... Hollywood and unions in place and like there's there's so many credentials that you know the person has to have to even get that job right and you know there's no like real connection like you know the director isn't going out and picking his guys like it's going through no, no, you yeah. know a whole uh, other departments so, I mean it's just like the produ- the pro- there's a production staff if you want to produce that, that goes out and hires the department heads and there's a lot of departments, I, I, 10 or 15. I don't know. There's so many departments, I don't even keep up with them. And, you know, my, I'm, I'm a stunt coordinator, and I don't do that many movies. I mostly do car commercials. I've, yeah. Before this, I coordinated one big movie and one very small one, and that was it. So my What movies are these? Um, the bigger one, it started out being called Chasing Shakespeare. It had uh, Danny Glover and some other bigger actors in it, and uh, the director that had directed that, one of the nicest guys, directors I'd ever worked with. Um, he used to do car commercials, and uh, I guess to give him a shout out because he was really good to me. And when he was gonna had the funding to do a movie, he just said, "I'm you're you're my you're my stunt coordinator on car commercials. You're gonna be my stunt coordinator on this movie." And that that was one. Another one was called The Hunger, and it was a small movie that I. What were you I coordinating on that first one? Uh, I was the stunt coordinator. Like, so, tell me what. Cars, oh, there wasn't even bikes. that. That yeah, there wasn't. Um, 
There was a rolling downstairs. It, uh, you know, that's none of my bit. Uh, that's a different for, department. Yeah. For, well, no, no, it's not a different department. But I'm I'm a vehicular guy. I'm okay. a car and motorcycle stunt guy. So that's why I don't do a lot of movies because I'm not a fight guy, anything like that. But when guys like myself would get a movie or something that effect, um, we hire a rigger to do the rigging, a stunt rigger to do the rigging, and a fight coordinator to do the fight. So you have guys under you, right? But um, I mostly do car commercials. So and and commercials that have motorcycles in them, or I go work on movies as part of a bunch of guys that they bring in driving, you know, like, you know, all the movies I've worked on. I don't know if, a lot of them. Yeah. So, um, so the movies I'd done before were because I knew I had, the director asked me if I'd come do them because it's not really what I want to do is go do these movies and have fights and all this stuff because I'm such a car guy and motorcycle guy. And, and that Chasing Shakespeare, there was um, one of the bigger scenes was a guy's, the, uh, kind of a traffic jam. It's a it's a period piece. It's kind of jumps through time a little bit, but uh, it happens in '72, I think. And these girls are walk. There's a traffic jam. And they're walking around Broadway, and they are walking from car to car. And there was one scene where I ride up on a motorcycle, and she steps on the motorcycle on a car, and it does. So there's there's a lot of car driving things. Nothing. I mean, it was, what was, it was the, not uh, Baby Driver or anything. The JFK one with the cop. Which ones? I did a lot of JFK oh, movies. Did. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't coordinate any of those. You were just so. One I was of just one there. of the guys riding the motorcycles, and uh, I mean, I should, we could talk for hours on all these little movies I've done. But uh, I was just, I didn't know that one. They like had some similar bikes in that movie. Oh yeah, like, there were some well, there's a few of so them. So you yeah. had some experience of like. You know, dealing with the old bikes. What had to go with a handful of old bikes? Oh, and I think I think some of the stunt coordinators that do shows they kind of know that I'm an old bike guy. I think I don't I don't know if I'm that, but they know that I I own old bikes. I can get them started. I so I get called to do period piece movies that have old bikes in them and things like that. So I've done a few. I did. Uh, so you did the Indiana Jones one recently? No, I did not do the Indiana Jones <laughs> one. Um, uh, no, I didn't. I was gonna give. I didn't know. I was gonna have to give you a resume. Um, I uh, <laughs> uh, one of them was called eleven twenty two sixty three, which I think was a, a Stephen King thing okay. that I, I I did that that had a bunch of vintage motorcycles because it's a JFK thing. Um, one was LBJ, the movie LBJ about LBJ. Uh, one was uh, Jackie. That we did on the East Coast. Well, see, so I was looking last night and, about old bikes and movies, and I didn't see a, any references to those movies. Well, they're they're JFK stuff. One was uh, oh like, Parkland, the movie Parkland, yeah, which had some pretty big actors in it, and the bike that we wrecked on Parkland, um, it had been put together by Bud Ravel. Do you know Bud Ravel? No. He he, uh, he was a guy from Austin, and he. Uh, I guess the Teamsters had called him up and rented a bike from him, and he put together a panhead with mostly. Uh, aftermarket parts so it could be wrecked and I bought the motor out of that panhead and uh, one of the bikes that we we built here that I built here in my shop was four bike riders has that panhead motor so it's been in a couple movies um, a couple of bikes that had been in some of those other movies ended up in bike riders because I knew who owned the bikes yeah, like one of the experience with them yeah one of the police bikes that had been in Jackie and LBJ and 1120 263 and I was I took it all apart for a tattoo artist buddy of mine Greg and um, painted it and it was all metal flake green as NFLH and when when all this came out I'm like hey we're going to take your bike to the movie some of my friends I pretty much just said we're taking this but that's yeah. that's farther down the road yeah, because yeah. that in this conversation we're having because 
I, what, what do you want to talk? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. We were just talking about some of your experience. You know, they're yeah. like, you know, to give people a background of like what thoughts were going through your head when you're like fucking doing being the stunt coordinator for this movie. Specifically, oh yeah, well I hadn't know? even gotten the job. You know, it, it's not. It's not. People out there listening, please understand that this is not taken lightly. You don't just hey, can I have the job as the stunt coordinator? It's nothing like that. Um, the the way my name got thrown in the hat was. Originally, the original way was Oliver. We all know Oliver and I are close friends for 30 something years. Yes. Um, He gets me in more messes than I need to be in. And um, and he's friends with Ben Nichols. And I I know Ben Nichols, you know, but we're not that tight. We go to lunch together and stuff. Ben Nichols' brother is a director. His name's Jeff Nichols. I had never met Jeff Nichols in any uh, context of work, I just had never. Um, worked in any movies that he had done or anything like that. I, I knew Ben from lunch and stuff, and you know, of course, one day Oliver's like, "I think Jeff Nichols is going to get to." He was way more animated when he said that. Oh yeah, I can't even pretend to be Oliver <laughs> Peck if I had to. <laughs> Jeff Nichols is going to direct a movie about the book Bike Riders. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And of course, I just, I'm like, great, you know, whatever. I don't care. I have my car commercials to do, and who knows? He told me that so long ago that I was probably on a movie or something working on some and uh, doing stuff and then he came and you know he'd come oh, I'm hung out with Ben and he said Jeff's gonna get the funding as a studio behind it and I'm thinking yeah and and Oliver said I, I keep telling Jeff Nichols because when he would see Jeff he'd say you have to have Jeff Milburn on your show as a stunt coordinator you know he's a, and of course I, I'm assuming, I think what I was told is, of course, Jeff Nichols, what everybody in the film business does, immediately type in IMDb oh, yeah. and see what you've done. And he said something, Oliver, like, oh, he's been on a bunch of shows and, and does stuff. And Oliver, you know, of course, Oliver, you can imagine what he's, you, the, the, you know, you he's can imagine. what everybody it, who knows <laughs> you is thinking and knows well, bike I'm, riders. I'm very, like, you've got was, to do, yeah, you've got to be the guy. I'm very flattered by that because that, that was at a lot, by a lot of different, a lot of Stunt coordinators and I know. Oh my God! This is, you have to be involved. You know, yeah. it's 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 tailor made, and um, so I thought, okay, you know, well, I I told Oliver. I said, he said, I'm gonna see Jeff Nichols and Ben. I'm going to some Lucero show. I'm gonna see. He's gonna be there. He said, Do you want me to say anything? I said, Just tell him I'd be interested in being the stunt coordinator. And uh, I said something like, And I'll um, if if that happened, I'd want to be very involved with the motorcycles and we can work that out and that way everything comes out right because I I of course um, first thought is they're they're going to ruin it you know whoever it is not Jeff because I didn't even know him but just the way Hollywood works because it's going to be difficult and there's nobody that literally knows how difficult they can move I'm thinking to myself that they're going to they're going to because I've seen it you know I've gone to work and it's supposed to be 1965 or something and they pull out a 1973 car or something, and you're thinking, oh, is this the best they could do? And in some cases, it kind of is, or whatever. You don't, and it, it just depends on who cares the most about their job or what they're doing. Or I don't even know how to explain it because everybody knows that there's an Indiana Jones movie with a modern motorcycle. Well, in it. people kept t- saying this to me, or you said it once, and I've heard it multiple times before. Like, I hope they don't fuck it up, like Indiana Jones. I had to look it up because I had no fucking. Yeah. Well, well there's also. Um, but yes, I mean, it would be so much easier to just have a button where you press the bike or have, and a, it starts, have a bike with yeah, a button, you know? I, I remember when I was on, 
I was on a movie. I'm, I'm going to try not to say anything. You know, please stop me from saying anything bad about it. I was on a movie that was uh, one of the JFK era movies, and uh, we had, you know, old bikes, kickstart bikes, and I was running around kickstarting them and helping the the guys that were riding them because um, I was not the boss. I was just one of the guys riding. And I remember uh, the picture car coordinator because that's the Teamster guy that's in charge of getting these things in normal cases. Uh, saying we should have just gotten a new bike and painted it to look old and I said man it, you know why would you do that and I remember since sorry the dog bark that's in my mind the Indiana Jones thing's in my mind Oliver's like they're going to make bike riders and I'm thinking they don't, they're not even going to care yeah. they don't care it, it it's going to be so much just so, so much, so much trouble yeah, yeah. So, um, so, I, so I did tell Oliver when you when you're at dinner or whatever with Jeff Nichols and Ben um, and I didn't want to Push, I don't want to call Ben and say, Ben, tell your brother to hire me, because that, that's not how it works. Yeah. Uh, it is, well, does not work like it. This, the world and and like he's got to, he's, you know, there's got to be some degree where he realizes that it is going to be more effort and energy oh, to run these old bikes. Well, so, like, well, yeah, when, I'll, I'll get to that when we get to that <laughs> part. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, because that was a, a, a thing. I mean, it was a thing. So, um, Oliver must have told him something like Oliver would say, yeah. You've had Oliver on your podcast, oh, right? yeah. so the people, you know, and everybody knows all. You this, it, uh, you know, you have to have Jeff. There's you know, nobody else. Yeah, there's no, so. Um, Oliver told me I I told him that I told him that it, you know, and I'm thinking, well, I don't know if whatever the way Oliver said it would come across in the film world to a director. I don't know what, and I'm thinking that Jeff Nichols has made a lot of movies and successful ones, so he has the stunt coordinators he uses. How is this? Uh, this guy isn't going to want to just roll the dice and call some guy that mostly does car commercials mm-hmm. to come be his stunt coordinator. And it's not him that does the calling anyway. It's the producers. You know, he's he's the director. He can ask for things and things like that, but the producers are the ones with the money in there. Well, I'll be damned, Oliver and I, one day, I don't know if it's months later, we're here at the shop. My cell phone rings. Hi, this is Sarah Green. I'm Jeff Nichols's producer. Oliver was there the day he, he was sitting there called. next to me. When well, <laughs> he you know Jeff Nichols didn't call. Sarah Green called. She was one of the main two producers, and um, she said Jeff Nichols wanted me to give you a call because he's he's written a script and we've got the funding for a movie. You know, blah blah Hollywood talk. And I thought okay, and I explained to Sarah Green, who I'd never met in person, uh, that um. You know, I'd, I'd definitely be interested in, in being the stunt coordinator on this show. And uh, and that if, you know, I think we had a little bit of talk. And if I was, I really would want to be very involved with the motorcycles. And that might be, you know, a lot of hassle for her because um, that would mean that the stunt coordinator, who it's not his job to go find the motorcycles, it's my job to make sure they're safe and what we can do the stunts on. But I was explained to Sarah that I really wanted to be involved with the motorcycles. And I, I think, I don't know what, I don't know if I think she thought, oh, you know, who is this guy? I, we have this. And she asked me, do you know so-and-so who is a, uh, this coordinator they usually use? She said, he's family to us. And I'm, I was assuming that he probably was on something else. And uh, that's why I was even getting the call, that their normal guy that they had shot some, sh- yeah, some shows with. Yeah, they were with. familiar with. Yeah, um, with he was probably on another show. And, uh, I got the impression that he had given a name or two of guys he would recommend 
so I knew I was going to be competing for a job. Did, you know, as I'm talking to this lady who I'd never met, I'm thinking, I don't, I don't even know if I want to give up three to five months of my life for a show that who knows if I'm even wanted there or what, you know. You can imagine, yeah, right. But I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, is it even going to be worth it? Like, yeah, because there's a lot of other things that got to line up. There's so much more that got to like. Okay, even if I nail it with the bikes, yeah, I got everybody's got to be, yeah, and and they're going to wear me out. And and um, and mind you, this is happening during COVID, and I've already been, um. Oh, I got to be careful here, don't I? You know, I can only imagine Hollywood. Yes, at that point in time, I had already been booted off. A TV show uh, for for being Jeff for being Bober. Jeff Bimmer, you know, yeah. for being. <laughs> thanks for saying that. You know, I, you know, yeah, vaccines, no, masks, yeah. though, and You're friends and, with Oliver, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah even that. <laughs> so, um, I'm thinking, oh, these guys are probably it's a it's a it's a studio show. It's gonna be masks, vaccines. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting past the first. You know, I'm not getting past the first thing, and um, but uh, without naming names, I had already done some car commercials and stuff, and of course, you know, I'm going to be careful here. You know, the stunt coordinators of the world all realized none of their stunt guys are going to get vaccinated, so there's just fake vax cards everywhere, and so of course I. My may or may not have had a fake Max card because a very prominent stunt coordinator was like, "You gotta, you, you, you're coming to work for me," and I'm like, "I'm not vaccinated." And he's like, "Well, yeah, you're still coming so, to work." When for somebody me. asks, you, you say you have your Max card and show it to him, and that you don't have to lie because I'm like, I'm not going to lie to people. And and this was another thing that Oliver and I discussed. I'm like, I'm not. I bet he wasn't happy with that at all. No, oh, he's not happy with anything that has to do with vaccination <laughs> and masks. You know, even the mentioning it. So I told him, I said, you know, I'm not going to lie to somebody and tell them that I'm vaccinated. Correct. Um, I said, the, these other jobs that I've gone on that you supposedly have to be vaccinated, I just, they say, we want to see your Vax card. I whip out a Vax card. You know, some, a producer gave me more, another one when they had to have, you know, because they're, who knows who, in reality, who knows who's vaccinated and who isn't really? It's just a bunch of shit, and I can say that, right? You yeah, know? you absolutely can't um, say that. So, so I was worried about that too. On top of everything on top else. of everything that you know, I'm even if I get through this, uh, they're probably gonna boot me off or something. You know, I'm not gonna have. Oh God! If we talked about the mask thing, so I didn't even know how far this was gonna go. I just told Sarah because she was very nice that, that I you're would willing to hear out. So you're willing we're, to hear we're gonna talk. Yeah, we're gonna talk. Yeah. So Sarah, because she never, of course, never brought up anything that had to do with all that business. So that was something I was worried about. And I'm thinking, man, I just do my car commercials and that'd be so much easier. Yeah, my life so is so much. much easier. I, you're in, you're out. These people love me. I, I love them. I love cars. Uh, other coordinators call me. I go work on these movies. The most I'm there. Yeah, because I mean, even like we said, you, even if you nail it with the bikes, if the rest of it's not done correctly. Like not only that, it could ruin. It could even make you more upset. <laughs> you know, like they could fuck it up. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's a possibility. I mean, yeah. it's Hollywood. You know, yeah. they, everybody knows it's a big, it's a make believe like, world. Fuck. Yeah, and then your name is attached yeah. to this thing. But I, I don't know if I was thinking that at the beginning. So, um, this is going to be the longest podcast in the world. That's isn't fine. It? Okay. It's gonna be awesome. So, um. So I said something to Oliver. We went to lunch that day because, like we do, riding shovelheads to lunch. And I said, "Oh, you know," they, he's like, "You got to do it. You got to do it." And I said, "You know, you 
wouldn't go do it because they're going to want, yeah. you know, they, they would say you have to be vaccinated and all yeah. that. And he's like, well, you already have, yeah, you you've know, already done you've it. already, you you've already good. done this, this, this vaccine card thing and all this. Cause I'll, and I'm like, yeah, you know, and then I thought, oh my God, there's gotta be a lot of motorcycle riders. And, uh, I got to talk to all these guys and, you know, see if they all have, but he has their yeah, yeah. their credentials that they you have. You gotta to be have. the guy now. Yeah, I'm like, no, I. But but you know, I I'm let them all know that it's yeah. where I stand. You know, because I'm not I'm not hiding anything from them. They all know it. You know, and I mean, it's whatever. We should stop talking about. So that. so when so, did you finally get the call? Well, I got another like, call. I got another call later, because um, I said I would, uh, but I made it clear that I was only going to do this if I was the stunt coordinator, because um, uh, there was talk. On the second or third call, about um, maybe just be the bike guy. Yeah, to be uh, uh, what is uh, like a vehicle coordinator. Like like there's fight coordinators and there's underwater stunt coordinators and skydiving coordinators. You know, being the guy that just took care of the bikes or whatever. So there was a lot of talk about we want to use this other stunt coordinator as the coordinator um, and uh, overall the department, and then you just take care of the bikes and you and uh, I I got a. Let's say that I, I was very as polite as I could be and say I'd, I'm not interested in that. Um, I will, I would like to, if I'm going to do this, I'd like to be in charge of the department and I will bring in a fight coordinator because there was, we did have talks. Sarah and I talked a lot about. I'm not a fight guy. I've never pretended to be a fight guy. I'm not. Those guys are good at what they do, and guys that rig, stunt riggers are good at what they do, and I'm not. Nobody wants to see me fight or rig or coordinator so you hire as the stunt coordinator i'd hire a fight coordinator so i um i had to while my hat was in the ring for this i had to tell them who the fight coordinator was going to be um a guy that i'd known forever from back in the walker texas ranger days uh freddie pool he'd coordinate a lot of shows and uh, he's not a car guy and he knows he's not a car guy he hires me to come do car stuff and so um that seemed to be going along pretty good, and then they threw out a name of a guy that I'd known, um, a fight guy, you know, kind of a, a known name guy that, a known, known name, not no name, you know. I, yeah, I said he's that. known. Known, yeah. And that they were familiar with. They were, like, everybody hey, was on. familiar. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming he's the guy that they're normal guy. So um, they threw that out there, and the dog had something to say about that. I'm sorry, the dog's yeah. barking. And, um, so we talked a little bit about that, and he called me because he knew that he and I were both up for the same job, and we were very pleasant people. Can you hear over the dog barking? Yeah. Okay. And um, I apologize for boom barking. And uh, he and I talked, and uh, I had to be, because I, I I liked him. He and I had known each other. We'd worked together, and I had to ex- I had to tell him that um, I already had a fight coordinator because. He kind of came. We kind of we had to have a discussion because he and I both knew that we were competing for the same job, and he knew that their preference was that he would be the coordinator and I would be the motorcycle gotcha. thing. And then he, um, he and I talked. We discussed. Well, what if I was the coordinator? He would be the fight coordinator, sort of thing. Which um, I had already talked to Freddie. I had already had the guy lined up to be a fight coordinator. So I, uh, they, you know, there were, I think there were pleasant talks with he and I, and, and but I, I just, I kept thinking to myself from the beginning, if I'm not the boss, if I'm not the coordinator, this, this thing is going to get 
it can it can snowball out of control the way Hollywood does. You know, because it's it's a land of make believe, and there's a lot of people. And everybody was very frank with me that I, uh, Sarah, and when I did talk to Jeff, the director on the phone, um, that you know they knew not they're not motorcycle people. Jeff had never ridden a motorcycle. He told me the only time he'd ever sat on a motorcycle was his brother's, and he, I think he said he dropped it. So he, um, everybody was very upfront that. They were about to make a motorcycle movie, and they weren't. And they needed the motorcycle a guy. motorcycle guy. So, and and they were cool. And Jeff and I, uh, the first time we talked on the phone, um, he said, "I'm gonna if if you get." <laughs> I think he said something. If you get this job, I'm gonna lean on you to make sure I don't screw this up. I mean, it was sort of almost his exact words. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rely on you to make sure I don't mess this up. I don't put the wrong motorcycle in the wrong place. I don't do the wrong thing and this, everything is safe. People are safe and stuff. And I said, I'm going to... And I said this, because we were having, I think, a conference call. I don't remember. And I, this was maybe the first time we talked. And I said, I'm going to take that. And no matter what you say after this, that's the most important thing. Yeah. That's what you said yeah. that I'm... And I, I really had the impression that the reason Jeff asked Sarah, the producer, to call me was he thought to himself, i got to make sure we don't, we don't screw this up. In, in the motorcycle ways, I think that's what it was. I don't, I could ask him, and he's been so nice, pleasant to me since, you know, he's been very uh, complimentary of me and everything, but um, since the movie and stuff, but I can I can tell you that I took that, like, that's, that's if that's what they want, that's what they want, and Sarah and I talked, and I said, and I well, told her. you weren't going to do anything less than that anyway. Well, I think I wasn't, but. Well, yeah, you were like, yeah. now you've got to go ahead. Like, yeah, okay, I, got, I got the director is on, is on saying, board with me, yeah. uh, what I think, or I don't know, I'm sorry, I'm on board with the director, we're on board with each other on that thing, I think I should say that, because I'm not, I'm nobody, I'm, at this point, I'm a guy they're talking to on the phone, and I think there's two or three other stunt coordinators that are, that are lined up for this, and, um. And I guarantee neither one of them own a panhead. Okay, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, so I, I I I went with that, and and I had to. I mean, you know, I had to. You know, the the normal thing, if you want to say the resume. And Sarah got back and she said, you know, your your resume, your IMDb, you've only coordinated two movies, and only one of them was big. And uh, you have a lot of stunt driving credits on a lot of really cool movies and stuff. You know, really, but you're you're not a coordinator. Uh, you know, season coordinator, something yeah. she said, and I said, "No, I've coordinated a movie, and so, but I coordinate car commercials, and and it's hard to explain to somebody that sometimes coordinated car commercial is a lot more. It's fast, you know. You might yeah. have two to ten one There's time, not much twenty. Yeah, there. you like got to get this right, and a lot of people have to listen to you. And and I was still sticking by this. I'm hiring my stunt guys, and and I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to stand my ground, and and at the same time, I'm almost being told. You're not, you don't really have any you, ground to stand yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> You're not. Yeah. We want this guy with his giant resume, yeah. you know. And they threw out there, hey, your buddy, your buddy, Freddie Poole, the fight coordinator. Well, Freddie was a professional fighter. You know, he's a fight guy. All different things. I don't know. I don't know all those fight. Taekwondo, boxing, whatever. You know, he does kung fu, all these things. He's good at all that. You know, all these cool things that I know nothing about. And they're like, Freddie <coughs> has a lot of uh, experience and um, as a as a stunt coordinator, I was like, that's why I'm hiring him as my second in command, and he's gonna make sure I don't screw anything up on the budgets, you know. And really, I I, I didn't. While all this was going on, I didn't realize that that big movie that I'd done, and that director that had requested me, and those people I worked with, they were all people that had come from the car commercial world, and 
boy, I didn't realize what a cakewalk that movie was. Gonna, you know, was at, at this moment in time, and we're talking yeah. what that was compared to what I was about to deal with. You know, I really had no doing my car commercials. You know, so I um, I mean, I I competed, and I had, to, and then I got a call. Hey, you're gonna, we need some references, some some good references. We've talked to Freddie, the guy that's gonna be your fight coordinator. Um, we need references, and I very quickly, I mean. Within an hour, I called four people. Do you want to know who these people are? Yeah, I tell mean, me. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> one, uh, I, I don't know which was my first call, so if these people are listening, I don't know who I called first. The, uh, one of the people I immediately called because I knew he had the clout was um, Eric Norris, who was Chuck Norris's son, who raced in the Craftsman Truck Series the same time I did, so he was a he's a race car guy. Yeah, he and I worked together. He gave me a lot of chances when he was a coordinator early on. So he had a lot. He is had a, a lot of he, experience. I mean, well, this guy is like a, one of the still coordinating godfathers of stunt guys. You know, he's everybody looks up to Eric Norris. Yeah. He's Chuck Norris's son. son. I mean, even if he wasn't Chuck Norris's son, he's he is just yeah, and Fred and Freddie had uh, he Freddie. I think he was one of the person that originally brought Freddie into the business. So I called Eric, and I was like, hey, I'm going to ask for a favor. And I, I felt kind of bad because, you know, who knows, Eric has a million things going on, and does he want to... And he was, like, on his way to Hawaii because I think he does either Magnum yeah. P.I. Does or he want to talk to some somebody? Other yeah, is he, you know, he's, to yeah, he's got his own thing. He's dealing with every studio there, isn't he? And Eric says, I will. And, you know, he's... Tell him to call me quick or something. I'll, 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 I'll do it, you know? And he... I always felt that Eric thought that I was um, good at what I, I, you know, that I, he always gave me compliments and I thought he was good at, at what I do was car and motorcycles and I always, I drove the camera cycle a lot for him. So that was a good one. And I called uh, the director who directed that one movie I did who did a lot of car commercials and um, he's just the nicest man in the world. Um, his name is Nori Nevin. Uh, and I called uh, Robert Nagel, who is a, 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 he's a name. I mean, he's a big name. He he was my boss on Ford versus Ferrari, and my okay. boss on the Baby Ford Driver. Yeah, and uh, you know Nagel and I get along superbly. Nagel Nagel served in the Air Force, you know, so we always talk about things like that. And uh, and um, though my serving wasn't as, as you know you know I you know why. <laughs> I, I was there for a minute. Um, so, uh, and, and Nagel is a race car guy. He raced on his own dime. Um, com- only vehicle stuff, only cars and trucks and motorcycles. Uh, mostly cars and stuff. I met Nagel at Jeremy Fry's wedding. I remember that was a long time ago. Um, Nagel and I have always got along. Nagel's a blue healer guy. You know, we have the same kind of dogs. Whenever Nagel can, he, he or his uh, girlfriend, they stop by the shop and, with their dogs. And so Nagel and I really get along good. And I was hoping Nagel... I mean, he hires me, so, I'm, so I asked Nagel, I, said, I really could use a reference from you. He's got the resume, you know. And he's like, I'm on my way to Italy, and uh, don't forget you're coming to work for me on the Ferrari story, the prequel to Ford vs. Oh, Ferrari. Oh, shit. And I'm like, and, I, you know, of course, I just rolled off. Oh, yeah, sure, I'll come to work for you on that. Do you mind doing this? He said, they need to call me right now because I'm in the airport. And... Um, that was the third rep. The fourth was a, I, I know a, a young lady who is a studio exec over at Netflix. 
that I worked. I, I, I worked with her on some shows. She she was back on um, Prison Break and some other shows. She was on Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Eight. I've known her forever. She's a real sweetheart. Um, her name's Elise Graham, and uh, I think she uses Freddie as a stunt coordinator on her shows. I know because she knows I do my car commercials and stuff. So I asked her, and she said, "Oh yeah, I'll do a do a thing." So I had my is this getting boring? Now, did you did, when you when you were talking to these people? Were you like, did you explain to them like how, like how important you would it be was. for this show, <laughs> or, or was it just like just tell them that I'm capable of doing this job? I I think mostly I said I'm capable of doing it. I think um, I think every one of them asked me, well, what is the job? Yeah, uh, especially the stunt guys, the two stunt coordinators. You know, they everybody stunt guys always want to know what you're doing. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think. Yeah, I, all of them asked, or I said, and every one of those four people are like, oh, well, I mean, who else would they? Exactly. I, literally, I think all four it? of them yeah. said, well, who else would they use for this <laughs> job? So I thought, well, that's, yeah. for my own ego, that was great. And Nagel's like, oh, yeah, that, there's no reason why they wouldn't have you. And by the way, Nagel, he does this thing where he'll see a picture from the 60s. And he'll send it to me and say, I swear you travel in time because this guy looks just like you. And <laughs> and one of the pictures that he had sent me was from the book, Bike Riders. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a picture that I swear That's it does look funny. just like. So, um, uh, and I heard, I, I, I didn't hear everything of when they talked to these people. The I'm not sure if the executive producer. But and they, the all, producer, they all gave they, you a thumbs they, up. I think they, I'm sure they did, you know. I, I know, I, I I know I heard from somebody, the horse's mouth, that when they were talking to Elise, uh, the girl, the girl from Netflix, that she said, "Have you?" She asked whoever she's talking. "Have you actually met Jeff Milburn in person? Have you ever seen him in real life?" And uh, evidently, they said, "No, we haven't. None of us have met him in person." And I think she said something along the lines of, "Well, you know, everything in his life is like 1965. Like his, is like 1965. <laughs> like you, you know, like you, she's like, you know, his couch is like yeah. 1958. Everything he drives, everything he rides. Like, yeah, you're sitting on. And she said, yeah, she says, you know, you understand his life looks like what you're about. And I think that helped. And I think Eric, Eric Norris pointed out like this because I think they were concerned the safety thing. You know, is this guy going to be safe? And Eric's like, oh, he, you know, he's just rides the camera cycle for me. It's one of the hottest spots anybody's in. It's all about safety. You know? And so I think Eric's in. And Nagel, it's funny, he goes, Nagel, this is what Nagel said. He, he texted me, I think he said, I talked to them, I handled it. That's, that's how he feels. Like, I don't know what that meant, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Don't be sorry. I guess phone sorry. rings. Um, so uh, Grant will get that, the dog will bark. So that happened. And then there was a little bit of time, and I really didn't know if I was getting this job. I didn't know if I was going to be doing my car commercials. I, uh, I realized Nagel was going to Italy to do this Ferrari thing, and he was expecting, expecting me you to, be, to be on this Ferrari thing. So I was thinking, that's going to fall into the same time as I think. But, um, so I, I didn't know what life was going to bring, and, uh, and Sarah Green called me, and I'd still never met anybody in person. Um, and she said, uh, Jeff wants to talk to you. And he, you need to have read the script. So I read the script. I talked to Jeff about a lot of things. He asked me what I thought didn't sound right in the script. And I remember what I, I, I thought, oh, my God, am I supposed to tell this guy the truth? Yeah, or, does he really be, want to hear it? Yeah, because I don't know him. I haven't met him. And Hollywood people don't want to hear 
criticism, yeah. you know, of, of the thing. They want to hear how wonderful it's going to be. Um, but Dude, luck, what did you tell him? Did you tell him the truth? Yeah, I did. Luckily, Jeff, at that, at that moment, he wanted to hear what I had to say. And I said, well, I'll tell you. He said, was anything in there seem like it's a, I was full of shit or something? And I said, I don't, I said, uh, yeah. and I think I said, you want, if you, I'm going to tell you the truth. And there was some of the stuff that I was reading about the kid, the character, the kid that, uh, just didn't, it didn't seem right or correct. Or I said, I don't know how to put my finger on it to make another pass by. And he said, that's funny. You say that because I made everything about the kid. Of course he wasn't in the book, I, you know, cause when you write a script, you can't, there's always a yeah. character. So he said, everything about the, the kid is not from the book. From the book. There wasn't a kid in the book. And I, and I, I didn't know that at the time, I guess, you know, I'd, I'd read the stories in the book, but I didn't. And I said, Oh, and he said, well, we we'll tweak it. You know, we'll, you and I'll talk about that and see what's up. And he was very cool. He said, it's funny because I don't know about motorcycles and I just wrote stuff and I and I and and all it was was just the way he talked about the motorcycles and stuff. So there is a character called the Kid in there. There like is the Blood Meridian, the Kid. Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know what that. Is. You just made a reference that I'm not sure. I don't. But um, the there is and and the Blood Meridian is a book Cam- Cormac McCarthy did that Jeff Nichols' brother Ben is very fond of. Didn't out oh. called the Last Pale Light in the West. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I okay, assume I gotcha. that Jeff is familiar with that. That might be it. Well. Yeah, that might be where the, the kid. kids, the kids' character came. Uh, or at least the, a, si- you know. a side note is the guy who played the kid and I had worked together on the Sex Pistols show. And oh my God, we we should get into Dude, that because we, we got it. Yeah, we haven't got to that yet. part. So I, I'll try to hurry up. I'm no, sorry, people out there that are like, this oh my God, I'm riding my car and work. Unless you got some place to go. No, I have no place to go. No, this is fucking awesome. Okay, so. So you guys are having a conversation, and he asks you, you, you don't even have the job yet. And no, he's like, I didn't I have the some, job at all. So you're kind of like, fuck, do I really, do I piss him off before I even get the job? Yeah, or, here I know? am about to tell this guy I don't like part of his script. And, yeah. and I didn't really dislike it, I just, it didn't sound right. Just being right. honest, and yeah, I bet that was part of like, I mean, if I was him and I cared about what I was doing, and I knew somebody like you that did have experience in that world, you know, is he get, is he going to tell me what I want to know, or is he just going to start kissing ass right out of the gate? You know, like, and you being honest, like, hey... You know, this is what I see. I did not kiss ass right out of the gate. I, don't I know, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, he, and, but and, and, if you would well, have, maybe he'd have been all, like, you know, well. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know what I think? I, I probably should ask Jeff because he's been very, very nice. He's been very uh, nice to me, you know, since the end of the filming, and we talk a lot, and I've seen him in person once. Um, I don't know what that might have done it for him. Like, hey, this guy's not. But you know, but then we had then, then of course we had pre-production and filming and then you yeah. know all the well, business that goes too. yeah I still wouldn't hire yet. and 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 so I think during that conversation this is important to to your listeners I'm sure uh, another this is where they're they're interviewing me is what they're doing yeah. and um and it's all over phone because we're not nobody's in the same place at the same time and uh, he says uh, what do you think is the most important thing you should do if you were going to get this job. Or, you know, I think something like that. There was some question like that. And I said, I, he had told me that Austin Butler was um, the Benny character, which I don't know if you want to call it the lead or not, because there's sort of a few leads. And um, I said, well, I think the most important thing that, that for me, if, I, if I'm the stunt coordinator, whatever, however I said it, uh, I, need to, I, need to, I need to talk to Austin, because I know how much you want him on a motorcycle. And uh, I really need not just talk to money to be around Austin, 
and they asked me why. And I said, you know, because actors, you know, they're trying to get a job too. Everybody's yeah. trying to get a job in Hollywood. You know, that's, that's all. And I said, I just if I can be around him, talk to him, see what's up. And I don't think anybody really knew Austin's experience. You know, of course, his his manager would probably say, this guy can ride a motorcycle, he can do whatever, who knows what's going on. You know, who knows? He's I'm been rich speculating. on bike for years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think something was said like that. Who knows? Um, so, uh, and then, you know, and then here I am, don't have the job, and uh, I want to talk to Austin Butler. Now, by this, at this time, Austin, uh, Elvis had not come out. The movie Elvis hadn't yeah. come out. So, um, Austin is famous, I guess, but not, he's famous with young girls that had watched him when he was a younger actor, I guess. Um, he wasn't the Austin Butler that is now uh, at all, which is great. You know, I, he and I got along great. Um, so I, I that, was, that was important to me. And uh, Sarah said... Was that important for you just so that he could, like, have some hands-on experience with a bike? Or did... Or it's to to be able to write it in the movie, or was it for everything else that comes along with that character? It's like having some time, like shop time with you, to kind of like well, see that side of it as well. well. For for me, for me, it was important to see uh, how dangerous this guy was going to be on a motorcycle. To okay. put on a motorcycle, to if he was. Uh, there are actors. We'll leave them nameless. I can ride a motorcycle and do anything. And I mean, I've seen it happen. I'm a guy crashed a motorcycle right in front of me, and the stunt coordinators are yelling, "Why is he on the ground?" I'm like, "You said he can ride the motorcycle, you know." So I didn't. Uh, that's happened in my life. Gotcha. So, so this is more you filling him out to see yeah, what he is capable I, and, of. And I want to see so if he's you gonna, don't get anybody is, hurt. Yeah, is this guy going to be full of shit? That he is he going to be? Uh, you know, I'm the best in the world. What's he going to be like? So that was important to me. Um, and I think uh, Sarah. And her assistant, I wonder who... Because I think it's like, fuck, I think about that being like him doing work to like get to know what it's like to even be... Well, yes, that's important. That, that's important too. Yeah. And, and that was important to him. But, so, so and, and I can't... I'm not hired, so I can't call Austin Butler. Yeah, yeah. And they don't want to put me on the phone. Everything's through his manager and uh, the producer's assistants and all this happy shit that has to go on. And I just... I think somebody... I, I must have sold the case that I needed to be with Austin, so we arranged um, for Austin to come out to me. Uh, of course, this is all in California. And um, uh, now, is your shop space like this in California? Not at all. No. no oh my not. good lord, no! It's a, it's a little one car garage thing. I mean, what I got out there is nothing. I mean, I'm. It's, Did it, you get to bring him here? He, uh, that's a, he, that, that, oh my God! There's so much going on there. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, so, so, they say, well, we're going to arrange that if that's what you want. And I haven't even been hired yet. They're going to hire me for like a week to work with Austin to see what's up because they, I think they started realizing we need to really know. Yeah, fuck, we need to know the same yeah, thing. Yeah. That's a good point. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, bringing that to our attention. I, 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 we're fixing the cast yeah, We don't yeah. even know. Well, they cast him. Of. He was in and. Um, and uh, so, so I, uh, I'm like, what has Austin Butler been in? What has he been in? I don't even know. What... Oh, he'd been in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, Who the fuck was he in Once Upon a Time? In Hollywood? I don't oh, remember he played, him in that. Well, he played Tex, the guy, Tex, one of the. Oh, um, he was Tex. He was Tex. Yeah. So, um, oh, and he's I, so much cooler now. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is when I when I when I realized that this guy I'm about to go meet is the guy that played Tex. I remember when I saw the movie because that movie was being filmed the same time as. Ford vs. Ferrari. I, I remember. You, you didn't have anything to do with. I didn't work on that movie. No, no. no I, I was on Ford vs. Ferrari the whole time. They were filmed at the same time, actually. And I wish I would have been, but I don't, I don't even know. I don't remember who coordinated. I didn't. 
I, I wasn't involved in it. So I'm not that cool. Um, so I, uh, I remember seeing Once Upon yeah, a Line. No, I'm not. <laughs> Thanks for that. I like it. Um, I like that you think so. And I remember, I remember watching the Tex character because he's Tex. He's from Texas. He was one of the Manson yeah, murders. And I remember watching him thinking, man, that guy can either already knew how to ride a horse or he, he looked good on a horse. And I don't know shit about horses. You know, I don't know nothing about horses. But, and I thought, well, that's good. That was a good thing. He rode a horse in a movie. And so we, we were, it all got arranged, and I never even got, you know, they never would give me his phone number, his mine or anything. It was arranged through people. And, of course, I called um, Danny Downey, one of my stunt guys that I hire a lot. I love Danny Downey, one of the greatest people on the planet. And I'm like, oh, Danny, because, you know, what, I can't put him on one of my bikes in yeah. California. You can't you know? start out on the phone. Yeah, I'm not going to start out on Yeah, so, so I'm like, Danny, I'm... I knew Danny had an, an XR100, which most stunt guys have these little XR100s. Pretty much the same kind of bike I learned how to ride on when I was 11 or 12 or however the whole time was. Danny, can I borrow your... You know, now I'm asking for... Now I'm asking my friends for shit. You know what I mean? Like, Danny, can Still I... Still don't even have a job. I don't yet. even have a job, right? Danny, I think I'm going to have a job on the show. And I explained it to him. And Danny is so supportive. You know, just so supportive. And um, he's like, yeah, uh, you can borrow the XR. And, uh, and I'm like... Shit, where am I gonna take him? <laughs> just ride around, you know, Griffin Park or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, Danny suggests Clay Cullen's house. He's a he's a, a motorcycle stunt guy, older, you know, old school guy. He's probably my age. Great guy. He has a big yard and I, a big place. Oh, I'm so sorry. The phone's ringing again. So, um, start over. So, no, we're not gonna start over. <laughs> so, so Danny, Danny calls Clay and says, hey, can we come out to your place? You know, and Clay's like off working yeah, on a for movie. something so, that might happen, yeah, might, maybe. Yeah, Jeff Milburn, you yeah. know, needs to borrow some room. And, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, he has he has a cool place and motorcycle jumps and stuff, and, but he has a flat area. So, Clay, sweetheart, says, yes, I'm not home, but <laughs> my wife will come. You know, this whole thing, we're working this thing out because we got to have a safe place. Mind you, it's summertime. Clay lives up off the five. It's like, it seems 120 degrees out because he's up, you know, up there. And uh, it's so fucking hot. And Danny and I load the motorcycle, his XR, and we go up there and we wait. And um, up rolls this guy in a Jeep, a young looking guy. I, did, I didn't even know what he looked like because he, he wasn't going to look like Texan. It would have been awesome if you rolled up right in character. Yeah. And Danny and I are Danny and I are betting, is he going to roll up with a manager that's going to be micromanaging oh, us the whole yeah. time? Or if he's going to have an entourage? Because we don't know because we're thinking, I think we knew he had done Elvis, but it hadn't come out yet. And, uh, and Danny and I were, were like, let's hope, because well, you know he's a heartthrob, every girl's love. Let's hope he shows up with a minimum of three chicks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, I mean, like, so if all this is wasted, yeah. at least Austin at Butler's, least. you know, we, we have this we have this vision. We're, we're trying to bet on what he's going to show up like. You still haven't talked to him. Uh, not, in, not even. T- we think he's going to roll up in a Lamborghini with chicks hanging out or something. You know, we don't know what the hell is to expect of this guy. And uh, I don't know if we were told, oh, he can ride a motorcycle, whatever, you know, and he, and he rolls up in a Jeep by himself, just pleasant as hell. You know, which one of you is Jeff? I'm Jeff. This is my buddy Danny. Um, this is our friend Clay's house. You know, his wife is going to let us go back there. There's a big open space. We explain. And you only brought one bike? 
Yeah, I mean, we, we this really was, uh, this is just a, a test, test yeah. really. Just, I don't even have the job yet, you yeah. know. I think they agreed to pay me for this yeah. thing, but I, you know, I just not, I did not have a job. And and Danny's just doing it as a friend, you know. It's 120 well, he degrees. Just wants to see what the hell's going on. Yeah, I, he's like, maybe I don't know. We'll show up with three girls. Yeah, I mean, Danny's like, maybe he will show up with three. Yeah, I think, you know what? Maybe the whole the Danny's whole plot was like, I'm going to do this because oh, this yeah, guy's going to have this? chicks with him. Yeah. 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 Um, no, Danny. And so uh, we have some cones, and I mean, you know, I I don't even want to go into how I deal with somebody. That I don't even so how we set everything up. But I, he gets out of the car. I walk up to Austin. Like now we've out of the cars together because we're parked, and I just, um, you know, being me, I'm like, I, I, this is the most important question, and the most important answer you're going to give for both of us if we're involved in this movie. I'm like, I need to know how much experience you really have, and how comfortable you are on a motorcycle, and how well you're. I mean, just you're experiencing, and um, he was. I, he, I think, you know what I think happened? I think right then and there, he's looking at me and he's knowing this guy's not joking around. Yeah. This guy is flat dead serious that we have, we're not in Hollywood. We're in Clay's, yeah. we're at Clay's place. This, and, I, and, and, and you whatever can see the answer, it. we can move past it, but we just, yeah, that's we what I started ground And zero. you know, that Clay's got these fucking jumps, you know, like freestyle yeah. jumps out there and he's thinking, Oh, Fuck, what are they going to make me do here? Yeah, this is the push come to shove. <laughs> if I say, yeah, I can ride, are they yeah. going to make me hit the jump? Yeah, so he says, uh, he, he's, I'll leave his answer out. But it was, you know, he was flat dead honest. And I said, then, we, you know, we're going to start from scratch. Yeah. And we're going to go. And we, I mean, four hours of just this, that. Yeah, I mean, just, I'm not just putting this dude on a motorcycle. Go do this and go drive. You know, we're like, we're going to do this and this. And he was an awesome student. So he was receptive. So, I mean, he was just, I think, I think just my demeanor of how serious it was, that it didn't matter if he, if whatever, he he knew he didn't have to prove anything to me. And and he wanted to get into this character, you know. And we're starting. Well, I imagine, like I was reading the book last night, like thinking about, like just the dialogue, seeing the pictures and the dialogue of the way they talk. It's just really foreign, especially to somebody oh, that has no no doubt about you it. You know that it's not and, part of. And, any and of mind it. you, he's about. I think he was about to leave to go to Hungary to work on Dune Two or something to play some alien or what the fuck else. I don't know what the hell he's playing. So um, we spent the day, and it's hot. And by the way, he didn't bring any chicks, and he didn't bring anybody. Came by himself, so that's cool. And Danny and I agreed that that, that it was a, a good day. Yeah, you know, it was. And um, so I good went, use of his XR one hundred. Yeah, definitely. And I went back and I reported back to Sarah, I guess. And um, I don't think I talked to the director Jeff or anybody. And, and they were cool, and I thought it was good. And um, people in production, because this 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 production company hadn't even been put together yet. You know, they don't have an office. They're just this is the the beginnings there's not department heads aren't hired there's not even an office for this thing or anything and and um sarah or somebody said hey we, we need to pay you for your time and I, and then i thought oh i gotta explain that my we use my friend's motorcycle and so so you know like so <laughs> they my were friend's house you yeah know, like. yeah we're at clay's house and clay was cool about it you know clay was, he wasn't even there his wife was cool about it and uh, and so danny um I talked him into giving Danny a little rental on his motorcycle because, God, that could have went wrong, you know. 
the accelerometer could have ended up at the bottom of a cliff over at Kelly's house. But, um, so everything seemed to be cool, and then that was the, I'm going to see if we get this job thing, and I went off and did car commercials, and then I get a call saying, hey, Jeff, you got the job as the stunt coordinator. Freddie will be your stunt cord, co- uh, your, your fight coordinator. Everything's cool. Um, which actually I heard about from the other guy first. They didn't call me and tell me I had the job. The, the guy who was bidding for it, I think they'd called him and said that he didn't get it or something. He called me and seemed too happy about it. And I said, well, nobody's told me, so maybe somebody else got it, you know. But then I, I did hear I got it, and, um, and, I, and you know, I started thinking. The okay. guy who didn't get the job called you. He's the one that, I think he called me to say they told him that he didn't have the job. Why would he do that? Uh, I guess because he and I knew each other pretty well. I don't know. I it was an. Uh, I was like, oh, you know, and I don't he know. Was it calling to congratulate you? Uh, maybe that's what he maybe, called for. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, I don't. I don't remember. The conversation was short and sweet, you know. And I was like, well, I don't. I don't think. I, you know, because I don't think I knew I had it. I don't remember. And uh, and I um. But I did get it. Yeah. I got that part. But you know this could go on for hours if I talked about all this shit. I hope you edit some of this out. So so then I so since I, I said then 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 they call me and Jeff, what do you think is important now? And I said, I need time with Austin Butler. Yeah. And I I, I tried to put my foot down with uh he needs to come to Texas. We need to do this in Texas. We need to get away. Now, what about everybody else? I mean, because well, I didn't even know who was cast. I don't think. Okay. I don't even know if uh, Tom Hardy. Well, I'm sure he was. Probably they were talking. I don't know if that was a done deal. I um, I knew there was a girl involved, and I'd read the script, and the girl's supposed to be on the back of a motorcycle. So you know, I start. My number one priority was like Austin Butler and I need to spend as much time together as possible because mm-hmm. uh, you know he's gonna be riding a panhead, you know, and um, yeah, you're a panhead. Yeah, well, we know, yeah we hadn't even worked out all the motorcycles and what it was gonna be and all that business, and then of course we started talking, and um, executive producer uh, Kern, I liked Kern. I don't know if he liked me or not, but I liked him. You know, I mean, I'm sure I was a thorn in his side. You know, um, uh, we started talking about these motorcycles because now we're in this point of um, you got the job. I got the job as the stunt coordinator, but what you know? And now I'm, I'm not gonna say. So like, when you, when you, then I start back, laying things out. Yeah, let's go back to the script. So, so he writes a screenplay, not being real familiar with motorcycles. Like, he he doesn't have in there like. Any specifics on who's on what bike or no, like not at all. No, not at all. Because uh, I don't the the original the the way the script is. He doesn't describe the motorcycles, just that they have bikes. Um, he this, the kids' bikes and the kids' gang of guys. There was a certain thing about their bikes are supposed to be kind of thrown together, and they were okay. they were poor kids yeah, yeah. threw okay. their bikes together. And uh, then I start researching in real life what these characters that are real characters Johnny's bike was and Bruce's bike. Did you get bike. anything else outside of the book, The Bike Riders? Did you like have any of the other scripts Danny had from the interviews he did? To oh, find the that interview stuff. Uh, no, I, I, I got on? the book. I had the book, and I had um, to get the specific. I had the book, and I got um, uh, Jeff. Jeff Nichols, the director, started sending us photos that aren't in the book that Danny Lyons had given him. Whoa, those photos are so cool. Well, people out there listening to us, if you saw... Those photos are so cool. Those photos are... Well, see, I imagine, because 
Danny Lyons wasn't like a real biker. I mean, he had like a BSA or something back the then. Triumph. He's Triumph. a British guy, yeah. But yeah, I can imagine the, like an outside eye looking at that collection might have picked different photos to go in the oh, book. Oh my good god! Than yeah. What he yeah, because he was you know he worked for Life, Life magazine I think, and that's how he got the the thing to do the 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 book and and he had those photos from when he was in college and he was riding around hanging out with those guys I I don't know the exact stories of that but that's yeah, I mean, he he just showed up the photos but so he had zillions I mean, of that other was photos. one of his first book that was his first book you know yeah probably yeah and then, I, I mean I don't know I because I, I can't no it was I, can I speak, looked into this it's yeah his I, I can book. tell you this those other photos oh my God they're cool they are some of the coolest because they're the ones that didn't make it, I guess maybe it's because you've seen the ones that made it. But so I start looking at these things, and I'm, what am I going to do about these motorcycles? And then that's when I, we started having the conversation, okay, I'm the stunt coordinator, and this is, this is a hard thing. Like, now, I want to rent, I want to pick the motorcycles and all this, and, you know, oh, well, hold on, you know, that's... That's a Teamster's job. That's a that's the picture car coordinator's what? job. Well, that because it's not the fall under your no stunt. You know, I I get to look over the things. You know, and and I had some conversations. I guess that makes with, sense. Yeah, like you're the you're not I'm in coordinating of like the, what, what it looks scene, like. Yeah, that's not my job. Oh, you know, so um, shit. so then we, if I talked to Jeff again, or I talked to Sarah, somebody, I I started saying, hey, he wanted me. You know, and I'm like, do I have sure a do I have a leg up? to stand on? You know, these yeah. people are going to fire me right away, right? Um, so, uh, and then I I kind of started leveraging the I'm the stunt coordinator. Um, I, I want to be in charge of all the motorcycles, and then I started, you know, like hey, and these motorcycles they really need people that know what they're doing, working on them. So then, um, I got some mechanics we can bring the guys that work on car commercials and stuff, and they're they're like mechanics on these things um, that can work on these specific bikes. that's bikes. kind of a different role, too. Well, that, that's, that's the under- team. That, it falls under the Teamsters and the picture car guys. They bring their own mechanics and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, that was that was a touchy, that was a touchy, that was a touchy thing. Yeah, now you're jumping on somebody else's job. Oh, yeah, you know, and you know how the people are, you know, they... Well, luckily, later on, they started thinking, we don't want nothing to do with them fucking motorcycles. And, you know, <laughs> you know those guys are like, oh, my good God, those things yeah. are just, we got their own, they had to do with all these, they had a bunch of cars they had to deal with. So, um, so uh, yeah, you know, that was that was a lot of stuff going on there. There was a lot of things happening, and I'm, mind you, I'm not collecting a paycheck yet, but I'm trying to line all this up and call my stunt guys that are going to come work and go do my car commercials and do this stuff, and... uh we finally have the talk. Well, Jeff's got to work with Austin. Jeff's got to start on the payroll. Um, we're going to have Austin come back from Hungary. Oh no! Before that, <laughs> is your visa up? Yeah, uh, you know, is your is your uh, I'm sorry, your passport up? Because you're going to Hungary. You're going to Hungary? Yeah, that was that was a. I'm like, I'm going to Hungary because Austin's in Hungary. Yeah, because Austin's working on a movie in Hungary. And we think this is how we're going to work this out. We're going to send you to Hungary to work with Austin on a motorcycle. I'm thinking, fuck, you know, Hungary. Yeah. Where, where am I going to? What are the logistics what the fuck there? What am I going to do like, in Hungary? You know. And I said, okay. And I, and it's funny. I had a, I had my pass. I pulled my old passports out, and my passport's good. And I had a whole visa to go to Hungary from the 80s. I'm like, well, this won't still work. You know, I joked around about that. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to Hungary. You know, and I, that's going to put a, that's going to put a dampener on everything I got going on. And, and uh, luckily, that sort of went by the wayside, you know, that, that just the logistics of that. Because I, I kind of probably kept saying, hey, you know, 
I can't just go to Hungary and dig up these motorcycles. Yeah, I it's ha- hard enough to yeah. find a bike and a place yeah, to ride I, here. And, you know. and, and, and I think the, the stunt coordinator that the show he was on was was willing to help or do something. I don't oh, know. Okay. But then you know what I, you know what I think happened. What I would what I would imagine happened is the people on his show was like, we well, ain't putting our one of our stars on a motorcycle. Oh yeah, yeah, they you know, probably like, were. They yeah, were like, like what, no, no, what no, are no, you doing? No. What are you talking about? Fucking learn how to ride a motorcycle yeah. in Hungary? Because I have done this before. I have taught act an actress, you know, act how to ride motorcycles, and whatever show they're on doesn't want to know about them learning to ride a motorcycle for the next show. This has happened in real life. You know, I've done this before, and so that that went away in there. Okay, well, he has a week or two. He's going to come back to California, and um, and uh, you're going to go. You're going to go to where he's at, and I was like, "Hold on, what do you mean? You know, he needs to come to where, to where I'm at in, in California. You know, because I remember these were conversations like, well, he's in Malibu now, and these were not. I know this was not him. I'm like, I can't go to Malibu and teach him how to ride. What am I going to get on the PCH and put him on a motorcycle, and we're going to learn things and go through drills? It's like, no, we need to go back to." Canyon Country, Aquadulce Way. Couldn't you yeah. come to Texas? Yeah. Well, I, 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 the, I, the whole time I'm trying to get him to come to Texas, but they're like, "No, you're gonna have to do this in California." So, so I'm like, "Okay, I'll do it. In Cal- we'll do it. We'll do all this in California." Now, I got a question. Like, did you exchange information with that, that first meeting with Austin? Like, yeah. And you just yeah, out yeah. of respect, not calling him. Just yeah, I didn't. The- I mean, he's in Hungary, so I didn't start on him. Yeah. You know, I we, we weren't like, that. Hey, tell your fucking people to chill out. And yeah. Send you to fucking Texas. Oh, bro. you have no idea how bad I wanted that to say that. You yeah. know, because. I, I always knew that – I always was sure if he came to Texas and uh, we didn't do this in California because I could do it in California. Just in Texas, we're away from everything, mm-hmm. you know, we're, and uh, and in California, you can't – it's no matter how hard you try to get away. So we ended up settling on – we're going to do this in Aqua Dulce at another old-time stunt guy, old car guy, one of my favorite people in the whole world, Shelley Ward, who – he drove a car in a movie. Um, he's a name. You say Shelley Ward, everybody in the world knows him. That's a stunt car, motorcycle. Okay. So Shelley said we can come up to his property and just because I didn't want to push it with Clay's property. And actually, Clay didn't have any um, concrete, and Shelley had some room. So uh, I bought a Honda Rebel, a 305 Rebel, so that we would just graduate from the XR100 and go to the Rebel. And um, we went out there, and while I was out there doing that, Man, uh, he came from Hungary, and uh, he and I, we started to get along great, and we exchanged him. I'm like, and he, the the Jeep he was driving was a loaner from some friends, and he was like living in a, I'd imagine a efficiency studio in, in uh, over in Studio City or something, and you know Elvis hadn't come out by the time we're working, and he's over on Dune in Hungary. Elvis has come out and now, he's like. Yeah, he's on a trajectory. He shows up in a brand new Audi that somebody gave him, and he's living in Malibu. I'm like, hey, what happened to the guy that showed up <laughs> in, a, in a borrowed Jeep that's living in a little apartment over? And he's like, you know, he's kind of he, yeah. he's fun, you know, because his um, he was staying with his girlfriend, who's Cindy Crawford's daughter. So he's staying at their house in Malibu. So now it's a really long drive for him to Malibu to Aqua Dulce. But I was giving him a hard time and. So we got. I don't believe that. Me giving him a hard time, <laughs> man. But the we, but, we we went through a lot of drills, a lot of drills, a lot of stuff. I even um, oh they probably if they knew this, 
I have a friend, um, Mimi Lee, who's a wardrobe stylist. She rides a motorcycle. She's with those girls, the Velvets. Anybody's read Dice Magazine, probably all the cool chicks that ride out there in L.A. And I call Mimi. I'm like, oh, what do I got to do to get you to come up to Aqua Dulce one day when you're not working? Because I want to work with Austin with a girl in the back because the script has the oh, girl yeah. in the back, you know? And she's like, oh, Jeff, you know, you know, fucking I drive up there and... You know, because it's a kind of long drive. Yeah, people in California don't like leaving their block. Yeah, she lives. She lives within blocks of my place. You know, so, so sweet, sweet Mimi Lee drives all the way up there, and we realize we don't have passenger pegs on the Rebel. Shelly Ward Perfect. goes. Yeah, he goes into his garage and in ten minutes comes back with passenger pegs. I don't know. He's just one of those guys. You know, so we were. I mean, we worked with so, and then. I'm sure we weren't supposed to do this, but then Austin and I, we're going to go ride. We're just going to go do rides. And uh, and we'd go out in Canyon Country, and it's hot as fuck. You know, it's summertime. And you still got him on this Rebel? Yeah, most all those. is the Rebel, you know, because it's a good bike to just get comfortable. And, yeah, absolutely. And um, and it's a nice... Those- don't tell my friends I said this, but they're, they're nice bikes. They're good. They're good for what they are. You, know, you I'm guys not... heard that, right? <laughs> yeah, Oliver's. Dude, he's listening to this, and his head just was popped, nice. his head just popped off his shoulders. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we did that. And I remember one time we were riding along, and you know we're just kind of going places. And I took him by a bunch of movie ranches, like where I'd filmed stuff, like like where Ford versus Ferrari was filmed. I took him up there, it was Aquadosa Airport, and I took him by where a bunch of car commercials have been filmed in these places that are like little places you film truck stops and all and he he was having a great time we i was having a great time we were having fun a couple times we accidentally got on a freeway because you know we're just like oh my god there's nowhere to go and i'm like you cool and he's like oh, i gotta do it someday you know and can you imagine his if his manager knew we're like back then we're like riding down the freeways and and you know just so we had I mean, he was time. loving it. Oh, he, he was. was his smile was as big it, as yours is right now. Yeah. I mean, he was just having a great time. Yeah. You know, he was just... Imagine a guy, he was a child actor. You know, and he's... he's Not only is he getting into a role, which that's the kind of guy he dude, is. he's riding him. He's, he's like getting that fucking, piece of that freedom, dude. Yeah, that's what and it is. And, wind, he, and 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 uh Being vulnerable. And you know, things yeah. Things that will and, kill you yeah, right I, there I, by Yeah, you. like his car he pulls out, you're going to die. You know? Yeah, and... um. And it's the freedom. It always, you know, motorcycles is the freedom. Yeah. Everybody that rides. I never knows thought it. about somebody like him that is, has probably not experienced any really dangerous things throughout their life. Then they just be fucking following Milburn around <laughs> on a motorcycle, in California. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, he was. You could tell he was. It was. Uh, I don't know. You. I, I'm not changing in a big way, but definitely changing it a changes guy. Changes anybody in a big way. Yeah, you know, mo- learning you know, how you're to ride riding a motorcycle. motorcycle yeah. You're like just. A dude, you know, you're being a, a dude. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you know, I, I don't know, but you, I was riding a motorcycle. I was 11 or 12 or whatever, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you're like, he's, 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 read like, the, he's read the book probably. He's read the he's script. Things, yeah. He's like really and and, and, and think about this. This whole time that I'm like, it's going to have to be 12 podcasts. If we ain't even gotten to. Um, this whole time, I'm giving him analogies about riding and girls on the back and wrecking and you know, how you get good at things and all this shit. And they're, they're the shit, you know, somebody that's in the Marine Corps would say. You know what I mean? You're just saying all this stuff. I definitely was pulling a little bit from 
the way my drill instructor would, you know, our senior drill instructor would talk. Or they, so really, you're just like I'm, I'm trying to be cool, putting but the trying to on his parade. Yeah, there. but trying to say things, and yeah. but then I'm then I'm like then I'm like uh, I I would give the analogies like if you do this, it's like this, and I've always been like this. Cars and motorcycles are like are, are kind of like females. You know, you're like you're dealing with things that. Um, a car and motorcycle is an inanimate object. A, a girl or a person has feelings. So I try to like, hey, you, you know, you want to be. I mean, girls are pretty much just like cars. I can't say on. that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I can't believe you said that. Well, they're not near as cool as motorcycles, but yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, you. I, so I would use analogies. Like, yeah. you know, if you have a girlfriend, you want to take her to dinner and enjoy being around her. And that's how you want to be with the motor. I don't know. I'm being very. PG right yeah, now yeah. talking to you the way out and and he was loving it because you know he, he's, he's got this fucking stunt coordinator that has you know I walk around with a, a, a hitch in my giddy up and I'm telling him to do this and pull up there and stop there and do that and it, none of it the the first week none of it was fun it was all just drills and then we go out on the road and we're, and it was great great times for him great times for me um, I had Grant with me um, and all this time I'm trying to gather up motorcycles and because we've made the deal that I'm going to do these motorcycles, and, and in the middle of this, I'm there in California working with him. I start getting these pretty ruthless phone calls from production, and I, one of the producers I'd never met calls me, and he gets on me, and everybody's sort of upset about things. I don't even know what the hell they're upset about. I can't even tell. I'm trying to work with Austin, and... um I tried to talk to Jeff, the director, and it definitely the the tone was different. You know, now I... Uh, Something has changed. Yeah, the things have changed, and boy, I didn't realize how much they had changed. You know, I'd still never met anybody in person. I arranged to... Um, they wanted to see a motorcycle, bad, and by this time I think they'd gotten to Cincinnati to start to set up offices. So I arranged for Greg to bring his motorcycle from Cleveland to Cincinnati because it was going to be one of the bikes. And of course... There was a lot going on with that, and they're oh, he needs to be tested for COVID, and he needs to wear a mask, and he needs to, and you know. Didn't you it, love that phone call to Greg? Oh my God, you know, <laughs> and I'm just thinking, oh yeah, Greg's not in the film business. He yeah. don't know, and you know, and I try to explain to Greg, you know, hey man, just just play along with the game. You know, these people, they got to be, they're probably pretty cool. It's just the whole thing, you know, studio. You know, Greg's like, fuck that <laughs> fuck them you know and then I and, and you know of course I talk to Oliver every day and I tell Oliver what I'm going through and Oliver's just like you have to do this movie I'm like Oliver you would have quit already yeah you haven't even you, you would have told these people to just you know shove it with this COVID thing you would have quit and um so I think Oliver starts taking bets of how long I'm gonna last you know and uh and then somebody calls me from production this friend of yours doesn't live in the real world doesn't understand that you know it, he has to get COVID tested to be around us. I'm thinking he lives in Cleveland. I don't even think anybody in Cleveland knew that there was a lockdown or work because I went to Cleveland in the middle of so-called lockdown, and I mean we didn't wear masks and no, we were walking in places. I mean, uh, it, you know, this for them is to this, think Greg is not in the real world. Yeah, I know exactly. Not in yeah, the real and world. I'm like you guys, and I said something like, "Hey, you know, we operate in this Hollywood world, and these are." real people that go to swap meets and ride motorcycles. These people ride old, clunky motorcycles. They're not worried about 
catching a cold. You know, they're not putting a fucking mask on. They ride a motorcycle with no helmet. You know, so I'm, that, I'm not. <laughs> this is not going. This is not no, going anywhere. Yeah. You know. Um, but I was trying to be. They pretty, didn't once say, "Man, it's a cool bike," but this guy. No, no, there was. There, there, uh, uh, but they, I, I, I hadn't. I could just tell I was getting out of favor quick, and it wasn't Greg. It was. It was. It was. I would get that a phone. Was just an out, that was just something. Yeah, for them. it was. I would get a phone call like, "Hey, what do you think we put um, training wheels on all these motorcycles?" And it, you know, just as silent as you are, I'm like, "What?" And then that was a thought. And then I'm like, oh, no, you know, and I'm trying to, I try to, try to politely say that's not really, you know, that's probably more dangerous. And and then uh, what do you think we do this? And I'm like, well, you know, uh, there's something I don't know what, uh, you know, sidecars. They wanted sidecars for the actors. Because there was a lot of the, there was a lot of talk. Uh, you know, what do we do this? What do we do this? And I would just say, inside. I'd want to say what you would say and what Oliver would say, like, yeah, fuck right off. Yeah, you know, like, so I'm trying to be cool, and, 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 and I wasn't being cool enough. I wasn't being, oh, well, we worked it out. So they started calling Freddie. The uh, guy who's underneath you at yeah, this point. Yeah, and uh, Freddie's a, a, a politician. He knows how to, you know. And the next thing you know, I get a phone call. Hey, you, um, you, you're co-coordinating this with Freddie now. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, great. So you got fired before you even got to I never even made it to Cincinnati. You know, like I was back in California and I got demoted and I, and I'm like, why didn't Freddie call me? I'm in my mind. Like, what the fuck? Freddie is my, I call Freddie. I'll call you back. I'll call you back. I know. I don't. And we talk and I, and then I end up talking to Kern, you know, cause I think Kern, I don't know if Kern was on my side or not, but I liked him. And I was like, Kern, I don't care if you call me the janitor. As long as I have the last say on everybody riding the motorcycles, everything to do with the motorcycles, everybody working on the motorcycles. That's in the cars. The cars and the motorcycles is all I really care about. I don't care what you call me. Yeah. And I'm thinking. Whatever title. Yeah, whatever. And they're like, he's like, man, they just want a guy like Freddie who's just going to, you know, play that, the thing, you know, what, how it is. And, and Freddie's a diplomat and can say, well, we'll look into that, you know. And, you know, I don't, I got to, I got to be careful here. I got to make sure I'm not saying the wrong thing. So I said, okay. And I talked to Freddie and I said, whatever, you know, you deal with these people. And he said, but Freddie's like, you got to be in all the meetings. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to make it through the first meeting. I know I'm not, you know, like I just knew I wasn't. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'll try. You can't do these phone calls. Yeah, I can't get through a phone call. And, and I'm, and I, and I, later on, I talked, you know, I've talked to Jeff, the director since, and he said, man, you were just, he said, what it was, was you were the guy telling everybody the truth, and nobody, you know, wanted to hear it, and he says, and and, and, they they cared about it, too, you know, like, oh, I cared so much, I mean, I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm all in, you know, I got, I'm out here with Austin, teaching him, I'm lining up all these motorcycles, and think about this, think about this, Dan, and maybe your listeners, I'm calling every one of my friends, like, can I just, come get your motorcycle and have a Teamster, because Teamsters have to transport them. Take your motorcycle to Cincinnati from Orange County or from Dallas or Greg, you Cleveland. know, Cleveland. I'm calling my friends. Can, can I have your panhead? Can Where I have your knucklehead? Where else would you get these things? Well, I mean, you know, think about it. There's not a studio. Yeah, like no, 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 place, no, there's no place. No, there's no place. Hollywood. Yeah. And, a bunch and, of, and, and, my, and my friend's like, excuse me? 
and and Oliver, of course, was like, "Yeah, you can have whatever. Just get them all running." So <laughs> Oliver, so you know, he has these motorcycles. You know, anybody, you know, yeah, he has they're like on battery tenders. Fifty fucking motorcycles that are, have leaked every fluid out of them, and he has he doesn't even remember he owns you know in a corner somewhere. And I'm like, I told him, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come get her. You bring me this bike, this bike, this bike, this bike, and this bike. And he's like, you're gonna take the brown bobber? I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be funny, Sonny's bike. Is it cool? I'm like, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. How did you decide who to put on what? Or oh, that like, was well, you're getting ahead. You know, that's that was that was that was, that was my job. That was literally my job. You know, out, like, yeah. which bikes to get? And which ones would look right? Did you right? decide? The characters and which bike they needed, and well, then you well, would Jeff, go and find them, or Jeff, did you find the bikes available and match them to the places? Well, I, I I knew what the book looked like. I knew it was supposed to be. There was these race bikes that had to be in there. Um, uh, Good. So there is racing in there because I didn't. Yeah. I don't well, there the is. There is. There is racing. It's 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 quick. There was a lot more filming of it than what ended up in the movie, but and in the book, there's a lot of racing. So there's a lot of stuff. And I talked to Jeff on the phone a couple times, and I and 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 uh, Jeff. The director was like, I, I, "I'm going to leave this to you, and you tell me what you think." You know, like, and we knew that Benny's bike had to have a rear seat on it, because you know had to have a buddy seat because it, there's so much of him, Benny and Kathy character together. And um, the Brucey's bike was going to get wrecked and totaled, right? Because that's you know that and uh, and Brucey rode a Sportster, you know, okay. uh, there was a lot of guys with Sports. So we knew those, and then um, when Austin. Butler was going to be Benny. Then I was like, okay, we're just going to use um, my one of my panheads for Austin because I'm going to I doubled Austin the whole show for a rider, and um, so it's just going to be my bike. You know, I'm a, we're going to do that, and I'm going to teach Austin to ride a panhead on my bike, and that's going to be that. And um, so, but there were times where Jeff and I talked a lot. Uh, my 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 ex girlfriend Victoria, you know her. She made you tacos, remember? Yeah. Um, she's an art director in the film business. She made me this great deck. Like a deck, which is a PowerPoint. I don't know. You know, I don't know that shit. Which had every motorcycle, had explanations of the motorcycle. But one of the phone calls I got, I need you to put on that deck. This was one of the, how hard they are to start and how easy they are to ride. How hard the deck is? No, how hard the deck is to make, right? <laughs> so the deck is, the deck for all you people out there listening yeah. is, is um, you know, a page for each bike. Yeah, and presentation of presenta- what you're yeah. with. So and you so can- at one point I had to put... How hard they were to ride, and how each bike on a scale of one to ten. I was like, is ten the easiest or the hardest? You know, I'm like, how do you want me to do this? I don't why. So, but I understood we had to do that, and um, you know, some of these bikes, I'm like thinking, hard to start. If ten's hard, this is an eleven. Yeah. You know, this bike is going to be an eleven. So we did all that, and Jeff and I, we talked a lot. The director and I, because you know, with the characters and what they are, and the kids' character. And, the kid's bike. You yeah, would what love. Gonna, yeah, what you can possibly do with the with characters the kid, and, and the, the character, and then and, and that's where a lot of discussions started happening. The actors riding the bike, and this, and there was a few actors like you know, I'm not riding a motorcycle. You know, they, there's some actors that are from New York that ain't even driven a car. You know, they're not. We're not going to teach them how to ride a motorcycle. There was a lot of because um, they just said they weren't going to do it. There's a lot of. Jeff Milburn, you go out there in that parking lot and you start teaching actors how to ride motorcycles. You're like, oh my good god, you know, it's like, you know, this is gonna, this is gonna exponentially get. Did you have a bunch of learner bikes? Did you get a fleet of XR 100s or? Thanks to Brad Richardson, right? Oh yeah, Brad Richards. Richards, I'm sorry. Um, uh, one of my phone calls with the guys at Harley, they're like, well, we'll do anything we can do to help you guys out. I don't know if it was I that said it or they suggested it. We'll send you some bikes that they like that they would put out on their like when they would let people ride bikes, yeah, you know, bikes. So yeah, whatever they're called. That um, 
We'll send you some of those. Yeah, the demo Whoa. fleet. Damn, that was like, you know, that was great because at the beginning I didn't realize I was going to have so much working with actors. Um, and, and that was some of the best parts of my job really because some of it and some of the worst in some cases, but um, was that they started trickling in, the actors did, and the guy that played the kid, Toby Wallace. What a nutcase. Greatest yeah. guy in the world. He's just crazy as fuck. And I realized, because I had their pictures on my wall, and I didn't really notice him because the picture I had on the wall of him, he was playing some other character. And I, I said, what has this guy Toby been in? You know, has he ever been in? Oh, he was in the Sex Pistols movie. I'm like, hold on. I, I drove the bus in the Sex Pistols movie. Which, who did he play? Oh, he was Steve Jones. I'm like, I've worked with this guy. So I, I'm like, get him here as fast as possible because he was playing the kid, you know. Yeah. And I was like, and bring Norman Reedus as fast as possible. But Norman was on his stuff. You know, I'm like, these are guys I know. You know, like, bring me the guys I know fast so we can just start working together. And, uh, you know, I'm saying it like I had any authority. I had no fucking authority to say bring these guys. I'm just saying the sooner these guys come, you know, shut up, guy. You're not the stunt coordinator anymore. You're the co-coordinator. <laughs> you know, that's what I was getting. No, I wouldn't get, it wasn't that bad. So, um, so I, I got, you know, I had the director and I talked about who we were going to, Put on what bike and and what bike looked right for the part and um that that we worked those things out and of course poor Toby Wallace was about to get the Widowmaker I mean he was <laughs> his, his bike was a I mean complete like mid sixties chopper knucklehead rocker clutch foot shift I mean rocker clutch and foot shift I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry rocker clutch uh. Jockey shift. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Um, Come on, you know what you're doing here. Ah, oh, fucking. Was there any any of those guys that surprised you that were just like really stoked to ride it, or were most yeah. of them just like? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, um, I'm sorry, I said the wrong things. I, it's I'm, I have so many motorcycles in my brain. Rocker clutch, jockey shift. Yeah. And and this bike, by the way, because it, it belonged to one of the mechanics that I had hired, which is a whole other story about like. Originally, it was going to be five mechanics for 50 motorcycles. That's 10 motorcycles per mechanic. You brought in 50 motorcycles? 45 is what we ended up with, I think, was our count. So, um, But before we left, you can only bring two mechanics. And I'm like, two mechanics for 45 And that was because you were supposed to lean on the Teamsters for help? or uh, A little bit of that. And I guess there was budgetary. And, uh, and of course, I started getting the phone call from... The picture car going. Are your guys in the union? Are you guys? I'm like, they can join the union. You know, these these we need these guys. So we had a lot of lot of conversation. This is way before I got a lot of conversation about that. But one of the bike the bikes that were going to be the kids and his gang bikes, or um, two of them were complete. You would love them. Just, yeah. I mean, the the front brake wasn't hooked up when we first got it. Of course, we hooked it up. But I mean, these things. And I rode that bike. You know, I'm like, I I rode every one of the bikes. You know, I want to go out and ride them and see. It was one of those things where you had to, it had to be revved up, and you had to stand <laughs> on that clutch. I mean, like, stomp on that thing, a jockey shifting, and you just stomp and on Toby that rocker. Rode this? Well, we, I, so, I mean, I mean, and, you know, I mean, it's like, almost like wide open throttle, stomp on that thing and take out. You have to make sure there's nothing in your way, because this thing is, it, the only way it went. Yeah. I mean, it was not, you couldn't just roll on. It was no rolling, you know, to push your toe down. And this was, I mean, this thing was just pieced together. I think it was a knucklehead. Where'd you get it from? It belonged to one of the, mechan- the mechanics. Okay, who's yeah, okay. a godsend 
for this thing. Um, Jerry Whelan, who I'd met during the the um, cross country chase. Okay. And uh, you know, Jerry, we. Uh, See the guy I met at the Christmas party. No, but he, that's a whole other guy that was with me. You know, he was a stunt guy. Um, no, uh, Jerry's bike, then uh, Jeff, the director, loved it because it looked like it was thrown together and it fit this character, the kid. It was just great. And the, he, Jerry had another panhead that was the same sort of operation, you know. And um, Jerry called the panhead Mad Max or something. And, I mean, both of them just fucking sketchy as shit. These two motorcycles were too sketchy. Yeah. And Jerry, you know, Jerry's seven years old. He'd been in the Marine Corps too. You know, he, and I met him on the thing. He'd been a Ford mechanic somewhere. And I'm like, Jerry, start this motherfucker. Ah, oh, start this, you know, I'm like, let's, I'm going to go ride this thing. And you watch this old man ride this motorcycle. You're like, oh my good God. You know, yeah. nobody else is going to ride this thing. You know, he's, he's just like fucking wide open throttle, slam down a clutch, shifting this thing. Out. You know, he's wearing coveralls. Yeah. He's just flying around a seven-year-old man. I'm like, I'm supposed to put an actor on this bike, so I go ride this thing. And I'm like, this thing is fucking nuts, man. Like, this bike was nuts. And uh, I rode it around a bunch, and I'm just thinking this thing is... And, and um, Toby, to his credit, was like some of the other guys. He went and took a class in Australia, because he's from Australia, got a motorcycle license, because you can't ride a motorcycle on camera and be insured unless you have a motorcycle license, Right. Because the insurance company. So he goes and does that. He shows up. And the minute he and I see each other, in the, he comes up to the stunt office, which, by the way, was a safe haven of no mask wearing. And, you know, like, so, um, so Toby's sitting in there with a mask on. I'm like, why the fuck you got a mask on in my office? You know, and of oh course he's God. like, but they say you have to have a mask. I'm, yeah, like, not here. I'm like, take that fucking thing off your face, like, for the love of God. He's like, all right, mate. He's like, oh, you were the guy that drove the bus, you know, like in Texas and we were in Oklahoma. I don't even remember where all we went. And Toby was so like, I'm like, come on, we're going to go ride these motorcycles. But, uh, I started him on the Rebel, and and he was drive. He was riding the purple, that purple bike I built for the movie. It's a jockey shift, but it's a, um, you know, spring loaded clutch. So I had him on that bike, and and then we started trickling in some of the other actors, and we got to where it was. Um, we were like our own little gang. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we were just staying away from the grown ups. Yeah, and I I know the grown ups. The I know the director Jeff was happy. He saw us coming and going and. And then we got, we started getting, we started it's like, getting. Where was this happening? Was it like a, like well, a for, we, or no, we had a, we had a, we, 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 where the office was was a, like almost an abandoned, um, office building, like a seven story office building or something, and it had a giant parking lot, and we started there. Okay, that's where we started. Well, Austin and I, of course, were back in California where he and I started. But when we got to Cincinnati, I think we started there. And I would lay out a course. And I had Danny Downey with me. And um, I had uh, AJ Haitley with me. They were my two second-in-command guys, motorcycle stunt guys. I put Danny on the guy that he was doubling to try to help with him a little bit. And AJ would help me. And we, we had these guys. And what we started doing, because, of course, Harley gave us these motorcycles, right? What would they give you? Um couple of sports there's a couple of soft tail slims and something else um so then something happened and we lost that space and they sent us up to this little parking lot and that was terrible and i'm not i haven't even gotten into the nightmare part of my job but then then we then we went to another parking lot and then we ended up they rented out half of their union station which is this really cool art deco 
um, train terminal, which is the one oh, they use sick. for the Justice League model. Okay. Um, it's great. It's great. And uh, we had the whole half of that. And then by this time, Tom Hardy shows up. And, uh, you know, Tom Hardy's treated a little more, you know, he's not just going to come down and just hang out with us. And so he comes with his guy, and he and I talk, and we talk about the motorcycles. And, and Jeff, the director, and I had talked about which bikes Tom Hardy was going to ride and, and what, you know, Tom wanted to do. And he and I, I, I he, he was really cool to me. Tom Hardy was really cool to me. Nice. Um, Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, you know, a lot. there was a lot of talk about how, you know, he's a big actor, and he picks who he's going to be cool with and who he isn't, he's I guess. He's done a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, and uh, so he came down, and after all the other actors were gone and everything, it was just Tom and I. Oh, I haven't even gotten into the Oliver showing up stuff, too. But um, So he came, and we talked, and... Um, you know, there was there was a bike just his character should have fit with, which was kind of a that red and white. I think it's a '55 Panhead. I don't know why I can't remember exactly yours. And it looked, you know, this Johnny character I think has been in the military and very Americana guy. And um, and there was a lot of talk about him riding one of the bridge bikes, you know, which they're tank shift and cantankerous. As fuck. We call them the bridge bikes because we built two of those bikes, you know, yeah. and. Um, and uh, Tom was like, okay, and we, we talked about it, and that red and white bike is a, a foot shift bike, and, you know, it's a, it's a 55. I'm pretty sure it's a 55. So I get the thing started, and, um, you know, when he gets out there and he rides around on a little bit, he gets kind of, he gets pretty comfortable. He's going pretty fast. I'm like, hey, man, you got to realize these drum brakes and... Yeah. There's you know. no need to go fast. Yeah, you know? and we go, and he's cool. He's cool about it, and he's like, oh. And he says, uh, it's starting to get dark, and he sees my tattoo on my on my hand, and he says, I really like that tattoo. Where'd you get that? And I'm like, oh, my, my best friend gave that to me. He's a tattoo artist. I'd like to get a tattoo, something like that. I have an idea. I'm like, yeah. I was like, well, he's like, he says, where are you from? And I said, well, I'm actually from Texas. He said, oh, you know, I think he said, I pegged you for for California or something. I thought, like, you know, I work there, but I'm really from Texas. And we kind of talked a little bit, you know, because yeah. he's from England. And um, he's a guy's guy. You know, he's pretty cool. And, he, and I said, I know you have Triumphs. He said, yeah, but they're modern bikes, you know. And they're really ridden old, these things. He said, we're cool. We're good. We're good. You know, to him, he's like, we're good. We'll ride it. On the day, and I'm thinking, well, I guess he's not gonna, you know, come every day. He's just not the. He's probably not gonna be part of the gang. Well, yeah, it didn't like that. It didn't that he wouldn't. But he's just not gonna come every day and yeah. go through the the hassle of riding these things every. He was good, and he was happy, and I was happy, and um, and uh, but I think that's how he likes it. You know, he's he's got his own world going on. He's he wants to work out, and, and um, Freddie, the fight coordinator, came and Freddie wanted me to meet him. I think Freddie thought he was going to, you know, not like somebody, and he might as well be me, not him, you know? I don't, I don't know. That, you know, and, and, uh, but I, I told, you know, Freddie came out when we were working, with, and, and Tom was just great, and Freddie and Tom got along great because they, you know, fight stuff, and they, mm-hmm. and Tom started talking about the, um, the tattoo stuff, and by this time, you know, Oliver wasn't allowed to be around because he had showed up. Is Oliver? And he had got me in a lot of trouble. Oh, he, he'd already gotten you in trouble at the set already? Well, we weren't even filming yet. This is pre-production. Yeah, he showed up. 
I think he was doing me a solid and bringing me something, like bringing me the camera cycle. That he just want, you know, he just wanted to be yeah. around yeah. me, I guess. I don't know. Or what's going on. You know, he's got to be in just the middle of everything. He to see so, a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just wanting to be around. I don't remember why he came. I think he brought some of my shit to me, which is a solid move. You know, he's yeah. cool. And, um, and he shows up, of course, with Ricardo, the dog. And I don't know if I'd gotten in trouble yet with my dog, but he just just comes in the office. Now, by the way, you weren't allowed in the office without vax card, testing, mask, all this stuff. And, of course, I'm sneaking in and sneaking out. And, and he, he just... He rolls in. He, Ricardo goes With in, a dog. jumps on the desk. Yeah, you know, he's just in with Ricardo. And, you know, he walks in. <laughs> and, and, you know, there's all these PAs sitting there at their desk, masked to the hill, you know. Um, Who are you? You haven't been... Have you been tested? Have you been anything? I'm here to see Jeff Milburn. <laughs> Oh my God! You but know? you didn't realize he was just throwing you right under the bus at that point. He knew. He knows at every minute what he's doing. You know. And then he's. Uh, I'm friends with Jeff, the director too. You know. I'm. And of course, Jeff, the director, can have anybody he wants around. But Jeff Milburn, the stunt coordinator, is a liability. Oh already. my God! I'm already on everybody's list. You know. I'm like Oliver. Why don't you tell me? You know. I could, oh my God! You know. I didn't even know what to do. So. He gets thrown the fuck out, if I remember right. Just like, you got to leave. Oh, no, I'll hang out here with Jeff in his office. You know, and so I put him in my office and shut the door, you know, with the dog. I think my dog was good at that point. My dog wasn't, hadn't been, in, hadn't been barred been from the... Yet. And um, so the two dogs are in, my, in the stunt office. Freddie was probably in there, and Freddie's son was like our office coordinator guy. And then, of course... My stunt guys are showing. I know it's like almost like a fucking party in my office now, you know, with a dog that every time somebody opens the door, his dog is barking at everybody, <laughs> and then, and then you know, and then all the PAs oh are like, gosh. "Is this guy? There's a dude that's not tested that came that came in with no mask and a dog. What's going on?" And so there was definitely a a a a, a, a company wide email that went out that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Milburn's friend Oliver was not allowed anywhere to close to anything, right? And he thinks that's just the funniest thing in the world. I you know? do too. And so, of course, he does come back. Yeah. But um, when he comes back, I have to sneak him around because he's staying at my Airbnb. Like, my Airbnb is like a fucking frat house at this point, you know, because the stunt guys that are getting their money to stay somewhere just stay at my place and keep the money. I mean, it was just. I was sleeping on the couch, you know, I, uh, I didn't even have a place to stay. Yeah. Yeah. So Oliver comes back and he's just bringing more motorcycles and I'm like, well, just leave them here. We'll use them. And they weren't even in the deck, you know? And, um, so Oliver was like hiding out while I was training with Tom Hardy and he's talking about these tattoos and I roll the dice that Tom's going to be cool. And I'm like, well, my bestie that's a tattoo artist is here and I'm sure we could work out getting you a tattoo and Tom's like he is such a sweetheart it's so funny because he's got these you know he's either the coolest dude in the world or probably people just like I can't deal with him you know because he but he is so sweet he was so nice and so sweet to me and um he's like I would love that and I'm like look around and we're out there and I'm like oh everybody's gone 
but I'm the one PA that's like in charge to make sure that I don't fuck up. And she's, yeah. She was really cool, too. And I'm like, don't tell anybody. And she was letting me slide that Oliver was hanging around, you know. And so I'm like, Oliver, come here, you know. And, you know, here he comes, full Oliver Peck. And I'm standing there with Tom Hardy, you know, and we don't even know what, what gives me, you know, we don't know what's, what's life's going to happen. He's got his people. And I'm like, this is my friend Oliver. He's my tattoo artist. And Tom says, would you give me a tattoo? And Oliver's like, I'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> you know, like right then and there. And we're like, we're, everything's cool. I, awesome. We're cool. And I... And um, I won't name names, but I tell the person that's, like, watching me because she's told them, watch what I do, what my guys are doing, you know, just make sure we're not. I'm like, please, for the love of God, don't tell anybody. She's like, it's pretty much after you're done working time. You know, you can do whatever you want. So, of course, we're good. And this is before the shooting happens. Way before. We're in pre-production. Yeah. And somewhere something comes up about, what's going on? Because we're away from the office building now. Like, we're over there by the train station. I guess something comes up. I'm still haven't gotten into the headache of extras and everything. Can we do two podcasts, I guess? So something comes up, like, what is Jeff and his guys doing? Like, what are they actually doing? So we have meetings, you know. And I'm in these meetings with no mask and people are losing their shit and everything's oh and and God. um yeah and this was 22 right oh well it was a year ago it was or so. 22 yeah, I mean, we're the the it's only mask being worn dude. the only mask being worn in cincinnati ohio oh were people gosh. on the bike riders movie um well when you're outside nobody's like the like some of the like the key grip was so cool, he didn't want to wear a fucking mask. And most of the crew, nobody wants to wear a mask. Nobody does. Yeah, like the crew members don't want to wear a mask. The, you know, and and uh, the key grip was really cool. I really liked him. He's like, fuck, I wear a mask. You know, like I'm trying to work out, here. Yeah. <laughs> trying to breathe. You know, but um, but this was way before shooting. So uh, uh, starts to be talks, things. What's going on? You know, like, what's going on with Jeff and the actors? You know, like, are they... Is it cool? Right? And so, of course, they're talking to Freddie. You know, like, Freddie comes to me. He's like, man, you know, you can't be doing this. You got to do this. I'm like, Freddie... Freddie and I have a relationship. I'm like, Freddie, you worry about the fights. I'm going to worry about the motorcycles (laughs) and the cars, okay? He's like, yeah, but I got to answer these people. He's like, I got to answer these people. I'm like, only because you stole my job. You know, so every time, every time something comes up between me and Freddie, like every time, yeah. I'm like, only because you stole my job. Yeah. You did this to yourself. Yeah. I'm like, you go talk to them and tell them everything's cool. I think words start getting out that we're like, at night, we're, a, we're, we're riding over bridges. We're going to, we're going out. We're having, we're, we have this one gang of people. Can I, yeah, I can say who it is, right? Yeah. The, yeah, it, it, is, it is myself. Um, and two of my stunt guys, uh, Danny Downey and AJ Haley, who they were with me the whole run of the show, that that's the three people, the three stunt guys. And then there was Austin Butler who, I mean, he was becoming Benny, you know what I mean? <laughs> like he was, he, he became so Benny. Awesome. Toby Wallace who's fucking nuts. Toby Wallace is the, I mean, he is like a barrel of monkeys. He's fun. He is now he can ride a handship bike. He can do everything. You know, he had gone through everything. He got his license. And um, two other actors, Carl Glusman, 
who uh, went out and started riding handship bikes before he came to Cincinnati because he knew he he was a track day guy, has a Ducati, and um, Bo Knapp, who had bikes, and he had moved from L.A. to Austin, I think. And so you guys are out after yeah after, after the hours done, yeah just fucking riding after we're around, we're supposed we're city. yeah because I have we have uh, AJ Danny and I have like little courses and we would do drills with these guys these actors mm-hmm. the two stunt guys and I the two guys that work for me and and then these actors I guess I'm trying to so people can, you know can understand that we're talking to we're taking these actors how many actors is that that's um four yeah the, these four actors and we are just drilling and drilling. There was a few other actors that would come in and uh, work an hour a day and then go. And um, they, But we had a this group of these four guys. They like, enjoyed it and wanted to I mean, ride. these guys, the, all four of these guys, I mean, well, Carl and Bo were motorcycle riders already. You know, they went for motorcycle rides. Carl was mostly a track guy. He had a Ducati, but he was starting to get into his character. You know, his character was... A guy, and, he, and Carl told me, before he came to Cincinnati, we had conversations. He's like, put me on a hand shift bike. I want my character to be doing shit when he's riding a motorcycle. I'm like, I love this Carl guy. You know? <laughs> this guy is nuts. I mean, that is very, very, uh, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. of course. you got to get all that shit down so that you can be a character. Yeah, and, and Bo was pretty quiet, and he came in, and Bo was um, like, I have a motorcycle riding. Okay, and Bo was the quiet one and, and did, and I mean, Bo was so... Uh, polite, good, and and they started becoming these characters. You know, there was a few other guys, like I said, that would come and go, but these these four guys, Austin, Toby, Bo, and Carl. I mean, I guess we could get in trouble now, but we were going. We were during the day. We were doing what we we're supposed to do, which with my stunt, we were just drills. We would ride next to each other in formations together. I would say we're going to do this, and then you're going to go around this guy, and then you're going to, and you're getting so used to riding these motorcycles, you know. And we have some footage because somebody who wasn't supposed to be there, Oliver, starts filming this <laughs> shit, right? And I'm like, no, somebody's going to ask who's filming this, right? Yeah. So um, we're doing it, and of course, Freddie is back at the office trying to, you know, like you got to stop. He's telling the PAs, you tell me if they leave the parking lot because they're not allowed to leave the parking lot. You know, he's telling, and and the. PAs that were looking after us were so cool. They were so cool. They they could see what was going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they could see like why reel these guys in. No, like this, this is they, like they need this. Yeah, like they this is happening. Need this. And um one day when we were supposed to not left the parking lot, we when we were coming back, uh Jeff the director was leaving in his car with somebody who was driving him and his smile was eerie. He saw uh, yeah, yeah, he, he sees like here it. comes Milburn and you know AJ and Danny and then the stu- and then the actors behind them just riding just riding these fucking motorcycles and and thank I got goosebumps dude just thank thinking about God it. for Harley Davidson giving us those bikes because at first we were taking old bikes out and I'm like oh my God we're gonna wreck one of these bikes. you know somebody's gonna run into us we're gonna so I of course was riding an old bike and AJ was riding his own bike because he had some bikes there which is a whole great story and Danny I think Danny was riding the the 62 purple bike that I built. Then he was riding that handship bike everywhere. And the actors, we put them on the bikes from Harley, which had no fucking tags. You know, these, these bikes weren't supposed to be ridden out. They didn't have, like, the silver tags? They didn't have nothing, like, man. I don't nothing. Know. We were out riding around. And, and like I said, it came to a point where, like, oh, my God, what is Milburn doing? What is going on? We have to have 
talks. Yeah. This is not his department. Well, no, it actually, is no, not his department. No, it, it kind of was. I know, but it, you know, it kind of was. No, no, that, no, that was that part. Everybody was in agreement. That was my my thing. So, um, the character development. Well, I, I guess just them being comfortable on the motorcycles because yeah, this is yeah, important yeah. for safety so wise. Important. Yeah, and then we're gonna put these guys out on these roads, and we're gonna have twenty and thirty stunt guys riding around them. And of course, yeah. I mean, I, we have we start then we start having these meetings and stuff. And man, we have one meeting that went really bad. It was, it was the should I be saying this stuff? Yes, all uh, of it. Um, it was the weekend of the Iowa swap meet, the um, Davenport, Davenport, which is six six and a half hours away. And I had already made all these arrangements that because um, this was way pre production. All the actors weren't there yet. Uh, th- we hadn't become a band of brothers by then. Um, we go in a meeting, and there's not that many department heads in there, but I know the AD department was in there. And there were some people in there I didn't know exactly who they were. Come to find out they were really important people. And um, the first AD, Don, who I liked, you know, says, okay, stunt department, because that's what they do. They go around and ask each department. But at this point, it's pretty much a stunt department and some other people in this meeting and some producers, the, you know, the directors in there, the DP, he says, what is, what is your biggest concerns about, you know, what we're, what we're going to pull off here? This is way early. That's one of my questions. Like, was there any scenes that you're like, well, specifically stood well, out? Yeah. Like, well, well, the, the, um, Jeff was from the beginning. We got to have these guys riding motorcycles. We got we got he called it free riding. I want to film them free riding out in the open. Don't want to be on process trailers, this, that, and the other thing, you know. <clears throat> God, I'm getting like choked up thinking Which about, oh my God, this is, like, yeah, fun. like, oh my God, you know, with on all these spikes. people and all these stunt guys, and we hadn't even gotten to the nightmare. I still allude to this nightmare that comes later. But I say, um, putting actors on motorcycles out there riding in groups with stunt guys and whatnot, and um, I mean, I have. 110% faith in every one of these stunt guys I've hired to ride in these groups on these old motorcycles, but but actors are always a, a thing, you know, they, they um, I hadn't met all the, like I said, we weren't a band of brothers yet, you know, I'd worked with Austin and uh, maybe Toby at this point, I, I don't know what point we're at, and I said I said, this the safety of having these actors on these motorcycles, you know, I mean they're old motorcycles, they don't stop like new ones even if these guys, because I pointed out, yeah, because I had not met some of these guys. Even these guys ride motorcycles, they ride new motorcycles, they're used to stopping on a dime, handling great. Things can go wrong while you're riding a motorcycle, and my stunt guys are going to know something's going wrong and know to be cool. Actors were teaching me, and I, I try to have this conversation, and I'm sitting there in this meeting without a mask on. Everybody else in the room has a mask. Freddie, who stole my job, is sitting so next to me. So you were intimidating at this point. You're seeing so much emotion come from your face. I'm, 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 from I'm trying to be cool. Else. I'm trying to be really cool. And um, and I'll tell Jeff, I said, I remember saying this. I said, Jeff, if there's anybody that cares as much about this movie as you do, it's I, I guarantee it's me whether I say it or not. I mean, I care that this thing looks right and does right. But I'm, I, I told that to him. And, and the AD department said, what's wrong? And I said... Uh, putting actors on motorcycles. Just, I said, if this was all just stunt guys, doubling guys with the arm car, I'm be cool. But we have actors on old motorcycles, no helmets, out on these roads that I hadn't even seen yet, you know. And I said, I said, we gotta, we gotta understand. 
And this is what I said. My exact, this is the exact quote. We got to understand that at any moment, these actors are four feet away from a traumatic brain injury. Oh my God. Just, uh, that came out of my mouth. And every, well, you're not wrong. Everything that had to do with Jeff Milburn that truth. from that moment on was, I, I mean, I thought, well, I tried to it's quit. It's crazy with all the safety stuff they're doing with the mask on. Yeah. You come out with like some obvious truth and they're like, uh, you're the devil. Don't, you're the devil. Don't think that I didn't say something like that to Freddie, you know, once or twice. Um, you know, Freddie, I could see Freddie's eyes because he's sitting next to me. He's like, oh, my God. You just told him. You just, you you just, just said exactly everything. what was going on. And um, he's like, that's not what you do in these meetings. You know, you just... You don't do that. You don't say that. And um, Jeff, the director, I, I, he understood, you know, and he and he really wanted these guys around his motorcycle, so he wasn't very happy that I was. And and um, he's like, yeah. Somebody stands up, and this was the the quote. You know, I, I'm not going to go into it, but yeah, and whoa, I, we can't lead us <laughs> on like that. What? what was it? This is this is the exact quote. After the, after that had happened, and everybody kind of gets up and just leaves the room. And I'm sitting there, and, and, and somebody starts talking about putting modern front ends on these bikes so they have disc brakes or something. And I said, no, that's not going to work. We, we, we shouldn't. So there I am again saying no, which is not what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to say, we'll look into it, because that's what Freddie says. We'll look into it. I'm like, why are you saying look into it? We're not going to do that. You know? He says, you just say you'll look into it, then tell them no later or something. You know, or when, that's what Freddie, you know, Freddie has a way to do it, and that's what they want. Is it because these meetings, like, the, you know, Austin Butler and Tom Hardy's agent is there, and... And the director doesn't oh, no, no, want no, the no, agent no. to well, know that we're kind of, kind of, lives. kind of, kind of. You don't want to say it out loud, you know. But the, their agents weren't there. That's not the kind of meetings these were, because we sit in a lot of the, in a lot of these meetings. Um, this one was about safety, and I said it, and and you know I think everybody's eyes got giant, and because uh, uh, nobody in the room had, knew how to ride a motorcycle except for me, you know. I mean, Freddie could ride a motorcycle. I mean, I guess Don probably could ride. I don't know. But, you know, we... You weren't with a bunch of bikers. Yeah, I wasn't sitting around with a bunch of dudes that ride motorcycles yeah. every day. So, um, boy, it, it... You know, so it was said, you know. <laughs> and uh, and it didn't go over very well. It, it went over really bad. And then, in fact, we walked out of the meeting room, and then they they text Freddie and say, we have to meet with you privately. So they call Freddie into an office, and everybody explodes on Freddie. Like you know, uh, everything they wanted to say to you. Yeah, like uh, this guy's. This guy's just says no, and he's whatever, whatever I did, and a lot about the mask. You know, not having a mask on, <laughs> and um, and there was a lot of talk of we're not going to talk to Jeff anymore. Kind of, you know, there was that sort of yeah. like just that just and 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 Freddie told me that he said, hey, you guys, you just if, this is what Freddie told me. He said, I don't know what was said. He said. He said something like, you just got to understand, Jeff, Jeff Milburn is, you know, he's, he's a get down, you know, a hard-nosed, one of those old-time stunt guys that's just in the muck of it on set with all his guys around him. He's not a sitting-in-the-meetings guy fluffing it up. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know if that helped or hurt. And then I decided, well, I'm going to, and I just decided I'm going to quit. Like I was just like I'm like, these people don't. I, in my mind, I thought I don't, these people don't want me here. I gotta go. And uh, oh, the motorcycles weren't there yet. I had only brought four of mine. 
Oh, so you could at this point. I, just... At this point, we hadn't even made the deal about yeah. the motorcycle. I mean, we had made the deal, but we hadn't signed anything. And I go, and um, Freddie and I had to go out and look at some stuff. And we went, and I told Freddie on the way out there, was a, I said, I got to go. You, you have fun with this. You know, just do whatever you want. And Freddie's like, oh, don't leave me with this business. You know, I don't. Yeah, you drug me into this, yeah, motherfucker. And, uh, and uh, so I came back, and I tried to quit. And uh, executive producer, I went in his office. Me and Freddie went, and I said, hey, man, these people don't. Nobody wants me here. I'm, I'm, I say the wrong things. I'm doing the wrong things. I'm saying no to things people want, they want to say yes. And he kicked back on his desk. He was cool. He shut his door. and Because he was in the meeting where they are like, evidently I was a son of a bitch. Yeah. He said, he said some really cool stuff. Um, he said some stuff. That, it's not about you, really. It's, he said, but I'm going to tell you right now, if I got to stay, you're staying. <laughs> He's like, you ain't getting out of this that easy. And Freddie kind of chuckled. And I'm like, and I remember. that's exactly what he just said. Yeah. And I was like, man. I was like, this, if I leave this, it's going to be, it's because the, they had talked about just putting all brand new sportsters and painting them look old. And I said, if I leave, if I leave this, it's going to be, and I'm like, I'm not a First quitter. off, you'll never hear the end of it from Oliver, ever. But yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and like he would ever put a mask on and get, <laughs> you know, or anything like that. And I thought, man, I, um, I can't quit. I'm not a quitter. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. not a quitter, you know. I, uh. And I, I thought about, I sat there in Kern's office for, uh, and I thought about the Marine Corps, and I thought that, you know, I got hurt when I was in the Marine Corps. I didn't finish my contract, you know. I was like, that's the one thing in my life that I think of every day, and I'm not going to walk away from what I think is going to be the coolest movie ever made if it's done right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to walk away from it. And I thought, man, and four people gave me glowing reviews every stunt guy that even i even talked to that knew me is like this is the perfect job for you fuck it i'll just do this and you know take these beatings as it were and and uh and i went to davenport that weekend yeah you just left i just Struggled i told to freddie i'm like man you know what i don't have any i don't have to do what i have to do i'm gonna go to davenport me and the dog jumped in the truck we went to davenport Hung out with Oliver, told him everything. I was like, and he's like, yeah, you, you shouldn't. And I'm like, you wouldn't be there. You wouldn't do what they want me to do. No way. You, there's no way. You wouldn't do it. You know, you wouldn't. Why are you telling me to do this? It's not fair, you know. But uh, now that, that sounded like a little baby. But I, I was, you know, I'm like, why is it? Wait. But he, um, he's just like, you got to stay. He's like, yeah. he's like, but I'm betting you ain't going to make the whole thing. There's no way you're going to make the whole thing. You know, and I'm thinking, oh. And I knew that once we did the contract for the motorcycles, because that was kind of a lot of money and a lot of moving parts, that I couldn't go nowhere. But I thought, well, if I do something, if I get fired or something, I need an escape plan for all these motorcycles because I'm not leaving them with them. Yeah. You know, they can just sue me for the money. I'm not leaving these motorcycles. So it was a touchy thing there. And uh, I got through it. You know, I... Sucked it up, Buttercup, uh-huh. and just dealt with it, and got. And well, it, that, that you know that one executive producer is right. You know, like it's it's a there's a bigger picture, and sometimes it takes a minute to step back and see. Like, yeah. okay, this there, everybody else is making sacrifices too. You know, like what I yeah. what is bugging me right now in the scheme of things, yeah. it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, and you know? you know, I I had this confidence at that point that. Austin was going to do great. I hadn't met Tom when I was before I tried to quit, if I remember right. I don't think. I, 
But, you know, I tried to quit, and I, and I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't. And I, uh, then I realized all the stunt coordinators I know at some point. I, I know my buddy Jeremy <laughs> tried to quit once, and he went in, and the, and the producer wasn't there. He wasn't in his office, and he like, <laughs> went in there and was like, I quit! And the guy wasn't even there. You know, I can't put up with your shit anymore. And he's like, I guess best to go back to work. So this is a common thing. Yeah, I think I think it. I think you know because you don't know what you can deal with because you're trying to. And I would tell. Well, you know it's possible. Yeah. And these people are like, well, we hired you because we don't know what's possible. I don't. I think it, and there's a dog barking. So and uh, I mean it was a rough it was rough sailing for a long time. But I, I tell you, I, I think maybe once I was with that group of guys and my stunt guys showed up. Yeah. And once my guy started getting there, you know, once, it, once my motorcycle guy started getting there, I, it was like, you know, these are my guys, and mm-hmm. and um, and and we're all in this together, and and then those actors, they cared, they cared, yeah, those guys wanted to make a cool, and movie. you can see the enjoyment in them getting oh, the ride were, bikes, like leaving, we were like night. what other what other movie do they get to like. Clock out and go for, a and ride. then we'd go for it. We were riding, getting paid. I mean, Austin must a hundred times said, "We're being paid to do this." That's like we're being paid awesome. to ride these motorcycles. And Austin's smile was so big, so much time. And um, I think they had faith in me that I was. I think those guys had faith in me, and I, them having faith in me, and every you know, I was like, "All right, I gotta stop being this." Don't take this person. My ex-girlfriend, I called her, you know, she, she, when you have your name on the door of an office on a movie, it's so different than when you just go work on it, yeah. you know? And she told me, she's like, every time you go do a movie, you leave a little part of you there and you come back a little bit different person. She's like, but you can't quit in pre-production. <laughs> like, what are you, she's like, what, that's not the Jeff Milburn I know, you know? And what's funny is I think I pretty much had the same office. She had shot a, sh- a show in Cincinnati and I ended up with the same office, I think. That she had. That she had as our director or something. Yeah, it was kind of funny. But, um, yeah, so that was great. And that was all. So, so when the guys started showing up, the bikes started showing up. Oh, the bikes. Did you have, like, a, a big sweet shop We had a shop. It wasn't as big as it, it should have been because we had to share it with the picture car guys. And But we I lined, I lined it out. I was very, I was very hands-on about all the shop stuff. Um, there were my lifts that were in there. I used one of my old pit carts from NASCAR. We cleaned it out and put all the motorcycle parts in the pit cart so we could keep up with because, you know, you knew it was going to be a nightmare. I mean, I knew. You know. Everybody listening to this knows 45 pre-197. Well, the newest bike we had might have been a 71. Pre-70s, we'll say. Yeah. Um, because the movie goes on through to 74, I think. But uh, And, you know. It was it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. So like each day, did they was it just like all right, we're shooting over here, take all the bikes, or it was like oh, there were some days where like they all had to go, and we ended up with more than forty five. I mean, they all had because they the teamsters had to move them in these big trailers, these long okay. fifty fifty so two foot being trailers. Moved in yeah, trailers. and but the stunt guys would sometimes unload them, but definitely load them. You know, because there was a stunt guy for each bike, so he'd load his bike. You know, and the two guys would work on a bike and. Um, but we had a shop, and I lined out the shop. I was very particular the way the shop would be lined out, and where the bikes would be in there, because I knew, you know, we knew shooting order. And like when Jeff and I, Jeff the director and I, talked about which bikes were which, they were all lined up in there, and I wanted to be able to get them out. And we had a work area with 
workbenches and, work, and we all but had a line painted down the middle of the shop. Motorcycles on this side, cars on that side, you know, and they only had the two. And the the two mechanics were Grant, who works here for me, who had just gotten out of the gotten thrown out of the Air Force for not getting vaccinated. Oh my. <laughs> and um, and Jerry, who was you know old timer dude, and um, Jerry had never been on a movie. Grant had at least been on set sometimes. And of course, at first I think that you know there's a little like you're these guys aren't movie business guys but they they got on good with everybody you know if you can't get along with jerry whelan you can't get along and jerry he he announced right off i don't want to go to set i don't want to stay here and work on the motorcycles you know sets just that chaosness of him you know he's like just i'll stay here so it worked out good where grant would go to set because grant young guy could kick motorcycles till he's everybody else is blue in the face and jerry could stay back at the shop and we Hopscotch. Were the stunt guys able to kick these bikes? Or? Most of them, we all, we went through everything. You know, most all of everybody had to start their own bike. All stunt guys had to start their own bikes. And the actors got good at starting their bikes. And really? Austin could start my panhead, man. He, I, you know, sometimes it'd give him, t- but the actors were starting their bikes, you know. Is Austin going to buy a panhead now? Um, that's a whole other story. Yeah. You know, it is because cause, uh, we found the six, that 66 that's down there yeah. that's in the shop. Um, the 66 Shovelhead, Austin, want, he's like, I want my own bike. You know, yeah. like, I got to have one of these things. How could you not have yeah. that? So before we even started filming, we found that 66. No and, and it became of one of the bikes in the show. One of my really close buddies, Alvin, rode it in the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But, uh, oh, yeah, uh, you know. and and um, So what was one of the bigger scenes that was, like, all hands on deck? There uh, we had a bunch of those Because, I mean, in riding, the preview, there was, like, there's a couple of pretty good shots right, where it's well, like, well, those three were some of the scenes. That, that was, is it, was in there a guy behind you with a camera? Is that you? Uh, like yes. Well, that's the guy playing Danny Lyons because Danny so, Lyons so I would Danny ride. Danny Lyons rode his own bike. He would ride this. his own bike sometimes. Okay. But um, in real life, Danny Lyons would jump on the back of another guy's bike so that he could to shoot shoot the, photos. shoot the photos. So the the guy who played Daniel Lyons, great guy. We worked with him. He would come out and ride with me and get used to and we had actresses that would come out and uh we always in the movie You guys did have a little fucking gang going. Oh we had a so a gang. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Um and uh we had our own vandals going on and I and Jeff the director loved it even though we were all getting in trouble for it, you know. But um Danny Lyons in real life would run on the back. The actor that played him would always be on the back. We made up the, we made the decision he would, anytime he would be in a scene, he'd be on my, whatever bike I was riding. So I couldn't be doubling Austin Butler. I'd be playing like my own, I had my own character kind of thing. The Vandal that had the Danny Lyons guy. So I always rode my um, sparkling burgundy bike. So, um, cause it had a buddy seat. So he'd ride on the back and take the pictures. So there was that. Um, but there was, there was some, there was a lot of scenes that were really important to the director that were like just, you know, I mean, he he came up with his number sixty motorcycles. You know, of course, we're like sixty motorcycles. You know, one, um, we're out on like a two lane road, one going each way, and why are you going to turn sixty motorcycles around? Two, we only have twenty plus stunt guys and six, seven, eight actors, six actors, and then they came up, and here comes. We'll use extra. Just, just say no. Extras. Yeah, and I, and 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 I'm like, what? You know, there was this talk about it. we'll have extras ride bikes. I'm like, extras, BG extras, right? 
you're going to cast extras to ride motorcycles in with all these stunt guys and all these actors and an arm car, you know, there's cameras floating. I'm like, extras? And Freddie, when we're back in the office, if you don't like, if they, don't, if they can't ride and they're not safe, just say no. You can say no. That's your job. Thanks, Freddie. Two days later, you have to say yes to extras. I'm like, Freddie, what happened to when I could say no? And, you know, because, oh, oh, what a nightmare. A complete nightmare the extras thing was to me. Just, an, it was, it, it became like your worst nightmare, like that you couldn't wake up from. We, so where do they find these extras? In Cincinnati. It's not like we're back in Los Angeles where you have central casting and like, hey, guys that ride motorcycles, we can use you as an extra. Facebook post or some shit like that. I don't know. Some shit that I was just like, and then, you know, then, then I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even, there was no consoling me at this point, you know, because no. I'm like, you're just going to say, hey, we're filming a movie about motorcycles. If you can ride a motorcycle, come and and of course, and then the people, you know, the grown-ups are like, well, Jeff, you you know, you have to okay them riding the motorcycle. So you'll say whether or not they're safe or not. Uh, read through the lines. So if anything happens, it's your fault, Jeff. Yeah, that's you know exactly what, I'm saying? what they're saying. You know, um, well, wait a minute. You know, I, why can't we just get more stunt guys? Well, stunt guys are, one, they're expensive. You know, you have to. And two, we're not going to put all these stunt guys up. we got to have locals and stuff and this sort of thing. And, of course, I go try to plead my case with Freddie because he's, and, uh, you know, it's like, it's just how, this is how these things work nowadays, you know. (laughs) And and then, of course, we, the first day of extras riding a motorcycle, you know, I I, I put up a little course and pretty much as my guys help me, you know, it's pretty much like what you got to pass to get a driver's license in California, you know, you ride through some cones and this business and. And more to me, it was like if they listen to what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. think of the nightmare of all these stunt guys that do exactly what I ask them to do. Actors that I've been working with for months that are like my little band of brothers that we all know how important everything is. And the guy who answered a Facebook ad that wants to be in a movie that has never been on set in his life, oh you know, or never raced a motorcycle in his life or something. So some of these people that showed up, it was... It was insane. Mm-hmm. Dan, I'm telling you, it was insanity. You know? Of course it was. Um, but through that, because the guys would show up on Valkyries or, you know, a sport bike or a ninja or uh, something. And, and they wanted you to put these guys on these motorcycles that you brought in, or they wanted these motorcycles Well, I couldn't in there. figure out what was going You know, we, we couldn't get to the brass tacks of what these guys were going to ride. And, and, uh, God, this a podcast is going to be five hours long. I'm sorry, Dan, but um, so my first perception was that they somebody thought we were going to put them on yeah, a 55 panhead, yeah. right? Yeah, and I'm just thinking we're we're not just going to there's, no, there's way. no way we're just going to stick. And I don't think anybody really, you know, I don't think you. How do you convey that to people that make movies for a living, right? You know, that um. I can't just. There's a difference between a 55 pan head and this fucking yeah, this, Valkyrie. Yeah, or whatever, like, whatever they're riding, or that that you don't just put people. And then, and then here's my dilemma. I've promised all my friends that the only people riding these bikes will be my stunt guys. Yeah. Or a specific actor that I've taught, or me. You know, 
and now we have extras, and how do, and then how, I can't go to production and say, well, you can't just let anybody ride these motors. I don't know that. And then I thought, well, maybe I can because I'm the stunt coordinator that's in charge of these things. And it was a, it was a, it was a thing. It was a very big thing that, that had to be worked out that started a ball rolling, you know, and, um, we had people, um, Molly was uh, second 80, I think. She was really cool because she would meet the people and she would say, you're probably not going to want this guy because she was kind of like a buffer to me, mm-hmm. for me. She was in the AD department and she'd be like, this guy's like, you know. He's, and then then we start. we got every walk of life. I mean, we got guys that came rolling up wearing their colors, you know, that were in, or how would you, I don't know how to, you know, explain yeah. it. These guys were in gangs. Yeah, very clubs. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're not going to have a club guy show yeah. up on set. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with club guys, but you, you know, we can't have that. You can't have. You can't have that, right? <laughs> like, does it? Uh, uh, right? You're right. I you're mean, right. everybody knows that because yeah. it, it, there's a time and place for everything. And at the movies, it's not it. Yeah, and and um, we had. Uh, I mean, we had guys. You know, this is when you met Adam, though, right? Some in the middle of this is how I met Adam. Yeah, and it's how I met. Because um, well, I, I think they said I looked at more than two hundred extras. Oh my god! You know how long that took to do? Because I, I would tell, I would not very long. Yeah, because right? <laughs> I, I would get like five or ten at a time. Okay. And we'd have a time set up for me to do this, and I was supposed to do Which it in is between. Like next. Yeah, next. it was supposed to be doing this in between while I'm doing other stuff, and I'd, I'd explain to them, and Molly, the second AD, would explain to them what was going on. Then I would come up and I'd talk to them. And she'd explain that I was, you know, what I was and what I was looking for. And I'd say, um, you know, you, you need to be able to listen because we're going to be out here doing this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, nobody has acted like I would want them. You know, at, at, uh, maybe one of the first time there was one or two guys that, uh, you know, like, I could work with these people, but when do I have time to work with these people? I mean, and the amount of energy that must have gone in to just I wasn't getting them much. from the fucking internet to in front of you. Yeah, and then then I had to go through them, and there's millions of stories of these just 200 people, and and um, one of the first, I, I just pretty much said no to everybody. I mean, they, yeah. these guys are running over cones; they can't go in and out of cones. And then there was a lot of talk about, well, what, you, why are you making them go through the cones? They're only riding in a straight line. I'm like, well, I, I, I have to, it's hard to explain to somebody that I know in, in your mind the shot is just a straight line, but we're with a lot of people. Things can go wrong. Something can fall off a motorcycle. Somebody slams on the brakes. The camera falls off the arm car. Who knows? People need to be able to maneuver and get around and be with people. And I tried to explain all this. I'm like, and then I just kept, I'm like, Freddie, help me out here. Just tell him that I'm just asking him to do the same thing it takes to get a, a motorcycle license. And yeah. guys are running over fucking cones and they're talking over me and talking to their friends when I'm telling them what to do and and uh, you know that's not going to work on set and um so uh you're uh, on a tight ship yeah <laughs> and uh one of the guys that I'm one of the first guys that I met that I said okay to a lot of this thing that went on with this extras and stuff had to do with a look um the director wanted a certain look of, of people, you know, and so I mean, everybody was showing up for these things, and um, he liked a few and then people. All those people had their own idea of what the yeah. look was supposed and, to uh, be. But one guy showed up, Kenny Ham. Do you know him? He's a, he's no. from Kentucky. He's, you know, he's a quiet guy. He's a biker. He's, a, you know, I asked everybody what they did for a living. He's an iron worker. He climbs up and puts skyscrapers together. You oh, know, yeah. And he rolls up on this thing. I, uh, was he riding a? 
generator shovel or something. And I told him, I said, you know. That's the coolest bike there is. Yeah. Everybody knows shovel heads are the coolest bikes ever. And um, so uh, I don't want to argue with anybody about that. So don't. <laughs> I just, I just, it's just what my opinion. Um, so, uh, so, uh, so Kenny, I liked Kenny. Uh, he was pretty quiet. It's funny because I was told, hey, you don't want this guy. He's being a pain in the ass kind of thing. But. I told him, and he didn't have a front brake. And I was like, you know, you you have. I told him you're gonna have to have a front brake on that motorcycle. And then I realized, with the Kenny Ham thing, I realized, okay. I need to explain things to background casting and everything. We don't bring anybody here that doesn't already have a motorcycle that's actually the correct motorcycle. You know, it dawned on me like, how is it? Why didn't it this dawn on me before? Or why didn't somebody think about this? Stop yeah. sending us people that. So are riding got disc brakes, just send them on. Yeah, and then we had a lot of comment. Are you ready? I'm I'm about to torch somebody, and she deserves it. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> yeah. The person in charge of background ca- casting, BG Casting, I think her name was Becca. I met her. She seemed pleasant. Met her once or twice. She had people under her. Um, she sends me this. Uh, leaves me a message, I should say, that says she has. Because I said, no motorcycles with disc brakes. Because that we're just, I'm not going to get into the conversation, but just, she sends me this. It's a simple place to draw the line. Yeah, it's so simple. Yeah. And I explained that Harley Davidson had one model bike with one front brake in 72, and that's it. And we're not, we go to 72, and we're not even going to talk about it. No disc brakes. So I put my foot down there, and of course, there's a lot of talk. She sends me this. I think it was a voicemail. I should pull it up and play it on your podcast. Oh, my gosh. That she has Googled it and that disc brakes started in 1968, she says, which I'm assuming she was looking at a car. So I don't, she doesn't know the difference between a car and a motorcycle. And she chastised me that she's going to send people with disc brakes because they were around in 1968 and this movie goes to 70 whatever and that she's just going to send these BG people to me and I should okay them because they have the right look what the director wants and all this and this whole thing and I'm like I'm not even going to give this I'm not even going to bother with this I'm not going to call her Yeah. you know she sent a guy that was riding a rat bike diesel powered made last month bike nice guy I'm like, what am I supposed to do with a diesel motorcycle? She sent him to set, and I was told to put him in the movie. Um, but I luckily figured out how to diplomatically deal you with just a lot said, of Yeah, we'll look into that later. Yeah. Freddie <laughs> <laughs> had rubbed off on me by then. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I mean, this Becca person with her Facebook post of, but, but I did, I will. Like so my, did you guys get the shot with 60 people? Yeah, we did. Um, but that was a later shot, and that was a harder one. But the, how we got it with those using some BG is um, I, pl- I plucked Kenny out, and I told him to put a front brake on his bike, and he said he would and text me a picture of it. He had the look of the new Vandals, and that was the 60, because there was rides with the OG Vandals. They called them the original Vandals from 60, 1965 to the movie sp- Bonds off to 70 or 71 or something, whatever. I don't think it really says what years it is. It just kind of goes. And by the time you get there, the guys had longer hair, you know, and stuff like that. And he had that look. So I okayed him. And I okayed a couple. We had a couple 
talks in the office and they're like, you're only okay three guys out of like a hundred. And I'm like, well, they're the only three that I trust to ride a motorcycle with all these other people, you know? And so, um, but I was having such a hard time with that. And I, you know, so, um, and then we got on the same page. There was a, a BG gasting girl under that other girl who she realized she saw the light bulb go off in my head and like, okay, we're going to work together and we're only going to send people to you. They're even close, yeah. you know, instead of all this we see what you're after ridiculousness because these guys would come on baggers and run over cones and hit things. And, and I had guys coming, you want me to pop a wheelie? You want me to, and these, some people didn't even have their own motorcycle. They borrowed shit from friends and, oh yeah, you could just imagine this. And in the middle of all, I'm trying to want to go, I want to be with my band of actors and stunt yeah. guys and make them better, you know? So, so we, we started finding some people. The OG Vandal guys, there was some very, a couple of them very mature adult people, uh, a couple guys riding old BMWs, you know, and there was old BMWs in the book. And I'm like, damn, there's a, this bike matches the bike in the book, you know? Yeah, there is some. A couple guys on Triumphs that were very, oh, they were, and I, I, I ended up, I let one guy in that, man, he kind of was a pain in the ass, but whatever, he had borrowed somebody's bike. Um, but I, I tried to be very careful with those guys. And I, and I realized one guy, I should throw a shout out to him. He was so great. Um, I was like, I'm going to deputize you. And you're going to make sure that these extras and their motorcycles are where I tell you they need to be. If we're going to shoot in 20 minutes, I want your guys lined up here. And then when, when we start, we had some rehearsal days. And when we line up, you're going to be here. And you're never going to pass this mark. And you're gonna, And he was really really oh what a good guy you know yeah. and um and he had some guys under him and he was like the spokesman for the bgs yeah he was the bg i he was my bg lieutenant and he made sure and he had one guy that every time i'd say is your guys here all but this one guy he's off flirting with a girl or something you know um doing something he shouldn't have been doing who knows and i was like well you need to make sure you guys are ready and you need to understand that if we're ready to go and he's not here just to leave him you know we we this this is not about BG. You're just motorcycle, and and he was so cool. He and we, I had a very regimented thing where we'd line the motorcycles up. We'd put, you know, Austin Butler's bike was always, and and Tom Hardy's bike. They were the first two, and then we lined the next actor's bike up, and then my bike, when I was in the ride, would be the next, the first stunt guy's bike because that's the bike because that worked anyway because the bike that Danny Lyons guy would be riding on taking pictures yeah. was in the middle of the pack, and all my stunt guys were behind me. In, so you were like kind of like the separation between the actors and, and the, the stunt, stunt guy. Writers. It was me, yeah. yeah. And then 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 I had my guy at the back, back the PG guy would, you know, and we and we we got it, we got it, we started locking this program in, and the AD department knew that um, we had to get all the motorcycles running, mm-hmm. you know, and we had a lot of conversations with my stunt guys because we'd have a starting point that if somebody's bike died, just they just stayed still. Don't try to get it running on it, you know, because. And I, I, you know, had some speech about nobody cares about anybody, but Austin Butler and Tom Hardy. If if those are the only two bikes that we will stop for, you know. And I and that was kind of uncool because I said that to everybody, the other actors including. You're like, we just go, you know, because we have to go. (laughs) We can't, you know. You imagine you got at forty to sixty motorcycles, you got a knucklehead that dies. We can't just stop for them. And plus, they're shooting bits of the shots, you know, like. Not everybody's in every shot, so um, I felt bad for guys. You know, stunt guys' bikes would die, an actor's bike would die. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for them, and they'd get frustrated, but they'd have to just stay there till we came back. So we had a 
I mean, we rehearsed and we had this thing or get, you know, cause you got to go and get all these bikes by camera and everybody looked good on. And, um, one of the things was, was we don't go until I'm on my motorcycle. So I would stay off of my motorcycle. That meant the pack wasn't ready to go till Jeff Milburn was on his bike. And the dude that played Danny Lyons knew as soon as my foot was on that, over that bike, he needed to get on. And he got really good at get. He stood right next to that bike. And, I mean, he could be, I couldn't put it in gear as fast as he could get on that bike. Oh, yeah. That actor, his name was Mike Feist. He's been in a bunch of things. He knew that, like, we were going when I got on the bike. And the AD department knew, because I'd have to get, all the actors ready, all their stuff ready, and then go through. Uh, and there's motorcycles running. I have to go make sure everybody's good. And then uh, I had to make sure my BG guy back there's ready. And then I'd have to, as fast as I can walk, get back to my bike and give the thumbs up that that meant okay, but don't leave till Jeff's on his bike. Because yeah. all my stunt guys, like clockwork, would only do exactly what we had talked about. And if I wasn't going, they didn't go past me. They knew that, like, their yeah, bikes... so if never... the actors took off, then... Oh, the, the actors. And the actors... That happened once. Because the actors thought, well, we're supposed to go. And, uh... But they didn't realize that, you know... And it happened once. It wasn't that big of a deal, you know? Um, they just went and followed the camera car, you know? But the stunt guys, like clockwork, stood still because they know how... You know, they're all professional racers that have all become stunt guys they know to what, do what shot are you most proud of that you captured in that film or that you orchestrated the um i i, sh- I should say something that somebody else did but it's one that i did god it makes me sound like an asshole doesn't it no, that's why i asked um there's a scene where the benny character austin butler's running from the cops and uh, i don't know if it's a is it spoil? Am I spoiling it or not? He's running from the cops and he runs a red light. Mm-hmm. And uh, to get that shot and for that to look right and the cars to, it's well, in our business called a near miss. You know, the cars, he splits through cars that cut through the intersection. There's other cars and this, the cop I mean, this cars. It's on the preview, right? It's on the preview, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, the whole thing is in the preview, but I got to tell you, it was tight. Yeah. And that was shot in a downtown area um, in. Uh, in Kentucky, so it's a blind corner for me. So we had to work out timing. The two stunt guys that were driving the two front cars, um, Alvin and uh, Danny Downey, and I put them in the hottest spots, and then I had other stunt guys in the next cars, and there were stunt guys behind me in the cars, in the cop cars, because they actually played the cops. I, uh, I had to go, and I'm driving down a city street, and I can't see the cars coming that would t-bone me you know and so we had to we did a lot of timing and it was a lot on them not to hit me but i had to be in the right place at the right time you know like i had to be there yeah and mind you i'm riding a panhead and i couldn't have my walkie on me because i'm dressed as benny Uh so i had a pa stand or sweet girl she had to stand next to me with the walkie where i where i started and we had to we did it. We timed it out a bunch. And um, in the rehearsals, Danny, you know, we'd get out of the cars and we'd stop and we'd look. And the director's like, oh, my God, that looks like they're hitting you every time, you know. Yeah. It just looks like you're getting hit. And everybody's like, oh, my God. I mean, in the preview, it looks yeah. that way. It's and, like, um, oh, that took, they did a trick shot yeah, or something. Yeah, and, it, it, and it's, real, it's, the real, it's a real stunt. And uh, Alvin was like, you know, I, 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 I don't know if I can get any closer. And Danny's like, and the director comes up and, you know, we're all standing there. 
and and Danny Downey, you know, my bud, he's like, I just was sitting there because this was their rehearsal of it. He said, I'm thinking to myself, I need to leave on time. I need to get to the right spot and I need to not kill Jeff. And the director looked at him. He's like, why is not killing Jeff third on that list? (laughs) 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 And Danny's like, Danny's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, He's like, I gotta, I gotta get there, you know. He's like, okay, okay, you know, uh, we'll do this a couple more times because they had to figure out where they wanted to put the camera and see everything. And we, we, I think they shot that thing four or five times for oh real. Oh my gosh! And I mean, every time I could oh feel that car gosh. Danny was in, that black car Danny was in, man. It. I mean, one time I thought, did that motherfucker hit me? You know, did he? Did I hit it? Did he hit me? Because I was like, it would have moved more than that, but it felt like it. You know, like. I can't get oh, mad at him because it's my timing, not his, really. I have to be through that intersection, and it's a blind shot. And the way the way Jeff shot that, the way Adam Stone, they shot that, it, 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 looks, it looks great. I'm so proud of that. I'm proud of that because I'm still here talking to you. Yeah. I'm proud of proud Danny. Of I'm proud of AJ. I'm proud of um, Alvin was in that shot. Uh, Moses Smith was driving a car, and... Um, Frank Ball, he's uh, he was a motorcycle cop that I, he was in one of the cars. So I'm proud of those guys for being where they're supposed to be. And I'm five times. I I think I think we shot it five times. I know wow. one. Hey, one time, one time, I I missed the shift, and I had to make it up. <laughs> and you know, I was thinking to myself, I'm gonna this is fucking how it doesn't work. Yeah, I'm gonna hit fucking Alvin. You know, I'm uh, like. Danny might not get me, but I'm going to get Alvin. You know, because I'm thinking now I'm like wide open throttle on that fucking panhead. Because I'm having to use an internal clock to be where I'm supposed to be, where I've been doing this thing each time. And you know how it is, you know? You get kind of used to it. And it was a couple in, and I'm just shifting without thinking about it. And I missed the shift. And then I'm like, now i got to think about how where i got to be. Because i got to be there before Danny gets there. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, now I'm in a hurry. I'm going to hit Alvin going to come in too hot. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to hit Alvin. You know, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to T-bone a car. And uh, I got through that. Was there any, like, explosions? I mean, I know there's an explosion, but there's any, like, rioting? Like, seem like, you know, I don't know, is there any rioting out of explosions or? I've had to do that a lot in my life, but I didn't have to do it in this. this one? Um, Danny does the most dangerous stunt in the movie. The most dangerous car stunt. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, it's a car and motorcycle. What's he do? It's a spoiler if I tell you. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right? Don't tell. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, Danny does the most dangerous one. Okay. What Uh, about, do you guys do the hill climb? No, that got got changed to a scrambles race. Okay. Um, And by the way, there's a car in that dangerous one, and uh, the granddaddy of stunt driving... um, Shelly Ward is in the car. Yeah. What's funny is because it's supposed to be an old man driving the car, and Shelly's older. And man, Shelly was perfect on time every time where he had his part of that deal. Um, yeah, Shelly Shelly Ward drives in that in that that other. So the so Shelly and Danny do the most gnarly thing. Is this the one you were talking about where the you know somebody's bike gets wrecked? Right. Yeah. Fucking funnies. Yeah, yeah you said that. So not right. not funny things, but um, yeah, but uh. uh I don't want to spoil it if it, because we can talk about it later, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a book. 
It's a book. Yeah. Yeah, I think it really happens in real life. But um, yeah. So that that that's cool. No explosions. Um, there's a bunch of fight scenes that uh that are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they look good. A lot of the stunt motorcycle riding is just a lot of riding in big groups, uh, riding close together, you know, things like that. Some of the best-looking scenes, I think, because I've seen the whole movie, but you can see some of them in the preview, is the um, is the, uh, the stuff where we ride up over the bridge at night. That was a lot of pretty hard-to-do stuff because we had to do that around... Uh, a truck that had lights on it, which uh, Shelley Ward drove that because they had to light the bridge up. So this truck had to be in front of us with the lights. Some of it was with camera cycle stuff. Some was with arm car stuff. There was stuff with the buck where the Benny character has his girlfriend on the back. So we had to get really close and come hauling ass by them. So that was some of the more fun days on set because we yeah. kind of left our own devices up on this bridge. And even the, the BG that rode with us, then those guys that were the OG BG that were like, we got to where we were like racing back to one, you know, <laughs> like everybody's hauling ass back yeah. to one. And I'm thinking to myself, we, I'm in the middle of this. I'm, I should know better, you yeah. know, but we were, but. I mean, you know, we're just like having a good time on that. It was freezing cold. Okay. We shot that bridge a bunch of nights. You'll, you see it in the preview where the bikes come up over the bridge and all the lights. Cause we even, we tested that before filming. We had to go do that. We had to go test that before filming with me riding the bike. So that was some good stuff. Um, I'm trying to think. There's, you know, it's kind of some of it's all a blur. So I'll let you ask the questions or anything. I mean, I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. You know, should we uh, do a, another talk after? We can do that. We can do so, that. I feel like I'm just bored everybody to death with the workings of the film. No, business. no. I mean, I I fucking love it. Uh, what about the guys that like got to you know Oliver and uh, Ex- my extra. No, the guys that, like, loaned you the bikes. Oh, like, oh, oh. You know, were they... I'm sure they were excited, you know? Like, uh... Almost all the bikes had a little bit of damage somewhere to them. Yeah, all of them. I had, mean, they just got transported so much. Yeah. Even my original paint sparkling burgundy bike has a little dent in it, and I transported my own bike every day. I don't even know where that dent came from, you know? Um, <laughs> um, I think Quigley was pretty... He thought it was great, because he has, you know, he has this collection of bikes that he... That are just sit there and collect dust, pretty much. You know, they they yeah. they hadn't been run because he he gets them in and stuff. And sorry about that again. And uh, he got he liked that they all got. And we got a bunch of his bikes running. And the guy, um, Awas works for him, and he got some of them running. Um, but we we had to work on a lot of Quigley's bikes because they'd been sitting around a long time. Yeah. Once we got to Cincinnati, we got all all of Oliver's bikes that weren't running running here before we left for Cincinnati. Uh, Greg Greg's bike. Two of his bikes are in there. One that I had built, he never got to ride it. It went to the movie. He bought the bike from Oliver, brought it over here. I painted it, did a bunch of mechanical work. He never got to even ride that bike before we put it in the movie. Wow. Um, but it looks great as a metal flight bike. And his other panhead is in the movie. Uh, a tattoo artist that works for him has a BSA that's in the movie. Kind of a... How uh, many points did you go through? So many. Production... The production, the people that were spending the money were like, why are you buying so, you know, chains, points, coils. Oh, my God. We were killing coils left, right, really? and center. Because uh, they would want us to, like, at nighttime leave the bikes, the lights on. So you have to turn the ignitions uh, on. Yeah. Okay. So we were burning up coils. Um, we put chains on. A lot of brake work. Mm-hmm. The the Tom Hardy bike 
you know, the breaks are a little sketchy to start off with. So somebody, I think Sarah, somebody was like, how about if we just go through all the breaks on Tom Hardy's bike and make them all new? So, you know, that's a lot of stuff. And some of the bikes that were the after 58 bikes, we got a lot of master cylinders that got gunked up because these bikes had to go, we'd have to go put them in the, in the morning before the sun comes out. They'd be outside. They were, they weren't, they were getting wet. They were getting rained on and stuff. And, you know, we did keep them indoors. They, know, they salt the roads up there during the winter Yeah, time? everything's fucked up. But we didn't, we didn't run over any salt. Well, there were times when we were doing stuff that we were riding. There was, like, ice puddles because it was so cold because we filmed into the winter. Fuck. There were some days it was so cold at night. We were filming at night. Um, but we, a lot of spark plugs. Well, sure, there's a lot of just, like, parking the bikes places, too, for, for them to just shoot around, yeah. right? There's oh all kinds of that you know yeah. that just so you pretty much involved almost every day I, I can't imagine be, yeah. there's many scenes where they're like um, they no, were shooting no some they were, yeah they're war because the boot it's about motorcycles and yeah. there were there was a small period of time and I came home to vote for that during that time I was because I had two days off that they were just shooting interior shots okay. like a, in a hospital or something I don't remember if it's and uh, so I was not involved there was no motorcycles I feel so bad that my dog barks when, yeah I think we just need to put them down. We're not putting the dog down. <laughs> My dog is cool, everybody. Yeah, I mean, you, you had to have been busy, though. I mean, I can't imagine anybody else in the set besides the director. Well, the, the cam- like camera guys are busy. Everybody's busy. Everybody's got their own department. You know who was great to us was wardrobe. Was so good to us, stunt department. They were so sweet. They were so... I, w- I wish I could give them a medal. They were... Because, I mean, they had 20-something stunt guys that they had. To, and me, I was their biggest pain in the ass because I was... I doubled Austin. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't have the time to just sit around and let them I, yeah, do whatever I, it was. They, uh, luckily, during during pre-production, they they because they had to have my clothes. It's easier to just dress Austin up as you. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, I'm not as good Send looking him as Austin. Send the hair and makeup. Um, no, uh, they they had to deal with me so much because I, there were so many scenes where I would just ride a motorcycle with somebody else or ride a bike as this or do that as. And um, and then I had my own character, and then they had to make my clothes because the clothes that Austin and I are wearing and like Tom are all handmade. So um, really, so Tom's double had to have his clothes handmade too. You know, um, these clothes you get to keep. You're not supposed to, but yeah. maybe I do have some of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, they they were really you know costumes people. They were so sweet to me. They were. I, I can't believe the pain in the ass myself and all my stunt guys had to be because you know that my stunt guys had to come in and get fitted, and then they had to get all the shit ready, and then my stunt guys would change. Like one day, one of my guys would be a a cop in a car, and the next day he'd be driving a pickup truck. You know, so they'd have to refit him. Or one day, you know, Danny would be on a motorcycle, and most all the stunt guys played a vandal. You know, some of them okay. had names, and then they'd be a vandal one day, and then maybe they'd be driving a tomato truck the next or something yeah, you, you understand yeah and um and then me i probably had the most wardrobe changes i had because i had to and you know at the beginning of the day i'd be doubling austin butler in the end of the day i'd be playing a vandal and then somewhere in the middle i'd be driving a bus or something you know so um it was it was, it was a lot going on for yeah. me so they'd have to get my clothes and make sure that and they, you know, you'd look at the schedule and it was so confusing with all these stunt guys that they're, cause they're by numbers, you know, they have numbers and, um, those four girls were running around 
And then sometimes we had to make shit up. Like there would be, uh, I remember there was one time that we had talked about there would be like two race bikes, right? And um, the, dr- the drift would come to me and say, man, it would just look better if there was three. And, you know, he knows that that is a ripple effect, right? Yeah. Because we're sitting there with the cameras pointed at the racetrack, and we have two stunt guys that were going to be there. And he's like, well, and, and of course, myself and the costumes are like, well, we have all of Jeff's costumes here, and Jeff's here, and the and we know the the other bike is here. So they'd be like, oh, shit. And they'd run back to the costume trailer and get a costume that they'd have for me that would be something different than everything else. And they'd hurry up and put it on me really quick right there, standing there. And I think the director, he was so appreciative of that, you know, that because we're trying to hustle to get these mm-hmm. things that would be an ad or something. Because that, that works. That happens. And that happened to me in Machete because I was driving a... I don't want to get off on another movie, but I was driving like a Humvee through a fence that blew up and then all this stuff happened. So that guy ends up dying. And then at some point, somebody, the director, I think says to the stunt coordinator, like we need one more guy driving through this or something. And he looks over at me and I'm like standing, <laughs> not in, any, yeah, something yeah, else. go get him, put in them something else. You know, that happens a lot. So, yeah. um, so poor costumes had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so what, uh, you know, they've done a couple of showings now, a couple of, what do they call Screenings. Screenings. What's been the, uh, what's been the feedback? Uh, nothing but positive from what I hear. Yeah. Um, I think one of the first screenings, I think, you know, because the, the people that go to screenings, you don't, you don't really know what they're going to say if they're motorcycle people. I think one of the first screenings they had, there was a, there was a little bit of uh, because there was some some reshoots, some pickups between the first screening and one that I saw. Oh, okay. I think there was probably some. Uh, they probably had half the audience was young girls. They probably well, we want more Austin Butler, you know, because I mean he looks so good. I mean it's he's he just looks so. You should see a stunt double, dude. His stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have seen. The, I had to wear a wig because they didn't want to dye my hair. I let my hair grow out. I thought they were gonna just bleach my hair and dye it because my hair is darker than his and um the director definitely did not want austin to have dark hair like from you know elvis movie um so i thought they were just going to bleach my hair so i let my hair grow so they could cut it and they they got a wig and uh i mean in real life i look like an idiot with a wig on but for the stunt shots because it's mostly me from the back and stuff it looked good but um i mean he is so much better looking than me and and he's as He's built better than, you know, actors are thin. He's really thin. Really? And he's got an inch or two on me. And I'm not okay. fat by any means, but um, he just looks so much better riding a motorcycle. Well, I think it's interesting, like, uh, you know, I was looking at movies and, in, in, or motorcycles and movies in the past and just thinking about, like, Easy Rider, like, you know, like, those bikes are just as, they're as big or bigger than the actors in that movie. And those are three huge actors in that movie, but yet there ain't the no bikes, bigger actors than those three. Dude, <laughs> yeah, those bikes are like you know. Well, I am. Um, it's it's. Uh, I, well, I just, you, in, in, and every other bike movie that I've seen, or most of them that have those bikes in them, were shot back in that time period. Like there yeah. hasn't been many movies. I mean, you talked about some JFK stuff where they use some bayonets, but other than that, like, well, you there's know, never been. You know, you know what my favorite movie in the whole world is, right? Streets of Fire. No, I don't know this. That's one. that's my favorite movie in the whole world, which is a, it's made in the eighties. But the 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 bikes are 
an you know like the are are a uh, uh, character, I should say. I almost said the wrong. I, I'm good at saying the wrong. I think I'm getting old. I say the wrong shit. But they're the Vikes are a character. Kind of like Night Riders. <laughs> not quite that much of a character. <laughs> but um, no, there may be more. The Vikes are a character, and that's why I was, I was so worried about them. And you know, even somebody saw a picture of the Funny Sunny bike, and they started, "Wait, what year is that supposed to be?" Because yes, Funny Sunny comes from California, and 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 they. I I begged Jeff, the director, to not put date stamps on everything, because it's just gonna get it was gonna get too confusing of what sure. year. It was. And this is just inspired from. And this isn't like yeah yeah it was inspired from. And 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 he 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 said yeah and you know he un- completely understood. And I said because if we put this bike, if we take this bike and it's in this scene, and you say the scene is 1966 and it's a seven you know so what I saw is there's only one date stamp and it's when she says. She goes back and says that a lot of this happened in 1965, which I just I, I wanted to run to Jeff and kiss him or whoever decided that because that saves us people giving us a bunch of shit yeah. because the early scenes are 65. Benny's bike is a 65. We're safe. You know what I mean? And then even because that's the earliest. I mean, I don't like, know that you're ever going to be safe. There's going to no, be people somebody's that gonna, just be assholes to be nitpicky yeah, about it. Um, that triumph, uh, that you know, you, and that is, we're, but we're we're safe because it it, it does work. You know, yeah. it's a, a um, Benny's bike is a '65, and when she starts to tell the story about when she met Benny, it's it seems, I guess, the way it is is '65. She walks out, gets on the back of Benny's bike. It's a '65. To me, we're safe. And yeah. uh, uh, Funny Sonny's bike is a shovel head, and. Um, but Funny Sonny doesn't come till later. Like he rides from California to Chicago later. Gotcha. And um, and I will uh, argue the point that if he shows up in 1970, we're safe with everything. Yeah. You know, or 69, late 69. You know, because uh, y- you could get a 1970 motorcycle in 69. And I'm figuring this Funny Sonny character did steal. <laughs> a brand new motorcycle somewhere and put that motor in his bike. You, got, you didn't build the double engine drag bike, huh? No, no. Was there talk of that? No, no, no there was talk about the um, the hill climb. And then we do a, a drag bike situation because all through pre-production, we were going to have a drag race because we shot at a place that had a drag strip. And I was going to be the guy on the drag bike. It wasn't going to be a twin engine drag bike, but we, I was going to be. The thing was, was... We were kind of running out of, not really running out of, but, and, and Jeff, the director, knew, you're asking a lot to come up with a period drag bike, a period hill climb bike, period scrambles bikes, if you want to call them, yeah. you know, off-road race bikes. Well, I mean, the, period, the book, it didn't seem like it was a hill climb bike. It was like they were just doing a hill climb at a party because the yeah. hill was there. And that became, that hill climb. I mean, my favorite part about that would have just been to see you guys send the Honda off the yeah. cliff. <laughs> Well, you know what was funny is we talked about this hill climb thing and talked about doing the hill climb thing, and this is one of those early times of me saying we reality check. I sent them a video of, of hill a, a period hill climb, <laughs> you know, and, and they're, they're like, no, like "Oh, wait a minute!" That. They're yeah. like, "Because I said, you know, the hill climb." Because I, I said, "I'm, I'm not having an easy time digging up a period correct hill climb bike that we can go do a hill climb on." Because that was a lot of talk at the original, and they're like, "Oh well, you know." And I said, "We can maybe oh, build one." Out there. 
Well, they're out there, yeah, yeah. but you know they're out. They're out there, but who's going to say, "Go take my motorcycle and do whatever you want with it"? Right? You know, like, right? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. It's not going to be easy. No. Yeah. So, so I was, and I was thinking we're going to have to buy one, build one, a period bike, that sort of thing. And uh, I said, also, when we do this hill climb, when we film it, we might only get one or two chances because the guy's supposed to wreck. Yeah. That the bike's not going to be any good anymore. <laughs> And the guy's got to roll down the hill, and it's a period hill crime. It's not like he's wearing modern-day safety gear. So I sent them a video of that, and, uh, I mean, I think pretty much everybody's like, okay, we, we get it. You know, like, <laughs> we're asking a lot. You know, we're, we're asking for a drag race, a hill climb. A, and also... It, Where else um, but Hollywood, Jeff? Come on. Yeah, and we want to... And we want to do open heart surgery on camera. You know, that's what I always. That's what it, we want. We want the actor to actually do the surgery. No. Um. So uh, we had a lot of talks, and uh, has this gone on too long? So at the end of the movie, like how how did you feel? Like were you you're, you're stoked about what you were able to bring to the table? All the you know. I mean, you didn't feel like you left anything out. You felt pretty good about everything. Oh, I think every everything you do, everything you do, everything you've done, every podcast oh, you've yeah, done, well, you've said, oh, shit, I should have asked that yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. And I'm going to do that after this. That's cool. We should do another one after we know people have seen the movie. I, um, if you want to, I, I think it's, I hope people get something out of this. I hope people think it's interesting. Um, I At the end of the movie, I thought to myself a couple things that I thought... I should have fought harder for maybe mm-hmm. there were very small things um there was you know very small things that are so inconsequential i think i should have uh i should have uh i had deputized a couple stunt guys when we had the big big rides and i i said you got you're in charge of this group of guys and you're in charge of this group of guys and um i think i should have been more like you guys need to make sure those guys are okay because there was what happened was uh, the first AD got tested positive for COVID. So we ended up using the second AD as an AD, and they're the ones telling you what to do. And I, there's a couple times that I wish I would have reiterated a bunch of things because things changed of who was going to tell us what we were about, you know, what we were about to do next. But, I, that, but that was it. That That is some boring stuff, little nitpicky things. Yeah. In the end, I think the motorcycles that ended up on camera um, Tom Hardy looked amazing. I mean, Tom Hardy is the I reason. Think it's a good representation yeah, of yeah, that time frame. I think it. I think that for what effort I put into it, and the costumes, and the and the um, props, the guys in props, and the guys in art department, and the set dressers. I think they all cared so much that it was cool. Yeah. That that stuff was so cool. I uh, when I saw the final product, I was. I thank God they didn't just just let all those new bikes show up and just paint them old or whatever. I th- I mean I just thank God they didn't do that and um, that we we got through that. Uh, I think Jeff and Adam Stone, the DP, I think they shot a really cool movie and uh, the the acting in it is uh, I'm not really I don't really care about acting that much, but. I'm watching this movie thinking these actors are great. Yeah, I mean, that girl's J- Jody was good. great. I mean, just a little bit, you know. And she's, like, her accent was great. 
and Austin looks so cool, and and the, and the and the smaller characters. Yeah, how does it compare to like the way it's written in the book? You know, because in the book they're like they sound just fucking spun out of their yeah. They're mind, like, dude. I gotta admit, when I read the book, I'm like, these guys are idiots. All of them are idiots. Yeah, well, they're just idiots. I mean, you know, um, you can't to make a movie that people are gonna watch. You couldn't just you couldn't do it. Exactly you couldn't like do like the one. book. Yeah. I mean, people would be like these. People wouldn't understand the context. I was trying to explain the... Co- I was reading it to my kid last night, and I was like, all right, well, I, I don't even know if I want to tell you the context. Yeah, <laughs> to, exactly. To explain because, this to my kid. Because the, um, like the guy that played Cockroach, yeah. that becomes a police officer, um, in real life, he sounds like, you know, what's up? The actor did a great job. He's can't remember that actor's name. Cohen, I think. He did... Uh, he became a police off a motorcycle police officer, but but um, the Tom Hardy character, the way he plays it, he brings something to that guy because that guy I I pick, he's a truck driver and very Americana, and, uh, but the 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 book you know since it was it's not really written like it's 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 transcribed from talking to somebody so yeah. it's, it's a weird way of written and then. And the, I think Tom Hardy brought so much more. Did they, did they have the audio files? Does Danny still have those? Did he, let he seems like the kind of guy that would have many wouldn't let anybody hear him. He's he would probably charge you ten thousand dollars to listen to those because he's because he's he's uh, he knows what he has of his stuff and it's expensive. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think he would just let people listen to that. Yeah. That's my opinion of it. I don't yeah. know. I I mean I think he may. I think you know he he got a. He made money off of it, so he would he would hold that close. I um, yeah, those actors did such a good job, and the actors that were the smaller actors in the roles, I, just their facial, like like Carl and, and Bo and um, the guy who played uh, Cal. Um, I remember I don't, he didn't want to ride. I remember at first he didn't want to. Uh, he didn't think his bike was as cool as the others, but he had a really cool bike. Oh yeah, yeah. He rode. Uh, I never thought about that. Really. Yeah, because they they started. I ride that. Yeah, why they, 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 yeah. Why? I remember he said that that the actor um, because because that was a specific bike because there's a picture of. Am I getting this right, Cal? Because Cal's the guy who is in the picture. He's working on the bike that's shot through the mirror. Okay. And in the book, and uh, we had the bike. That the, that we had the both bikes. I mean, and that was supposed to be his bike. I'm like, we have yeah, that bike. Cal's bike. Yeah, it's Cal's bike. So it wasn't the Triumph guy, right? Who was breaking up with the kicker cover? That wasn't Cal. No, so, no, no. Um, Cal's like in a there's garage. There's a couple of mirror shots. In it's there. yeah, where he's looking, and there's a like a like a 45, a flathead, and we had the 40. Quigley's bike was the flathead. We had the mirror, and. Oliver's sixty-one or two. I don't remember what year. I mean, it is. so in the previews it's, they played off of the you know the bridge shot, the bridge by. You have to play and, that and shot because yeah. it's yeah. Did they do it? Was there there's any no, other scenes that no were scene. based around specific photos? A bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. And, and there were ones that I was like, oh my god, they shot that. Um, like what about the clubhouse one where they're all standing at the clubhouse, like at the the door that's a, on the second level. There isn't it that, because that that was like the something. Columbus Cl- or the Springfield clubhouse. I don't remember that is no there was. That isn't. There's just like fucking beer cans. Yeah, I don't, there isn't one. That's you out. like that one because they're a bunch of. Yeah. That, that's later. There when uh, when she first sees 
Was a BMW in that shot? You know what? Yeah, I know. For some, there's um, when she first is ex- in the movie when she's first explaining meeting Benny. The sh- the shot in the movie of Benny leaning on the pool table. I don't know if that's in both the books because you know there's two versions of the books. There's one with more photos than the other, or if that's one of the photos that Danny gave him. But that's a that's I'll write straight out of the book. Mm-hmm. The 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 when you first see Austin Butler. That's a picture. He's laid out on the pool table. He's got his arms out, and you can kind of see a tattoo. And he's just like he's leaning on a pool table like this, like he's leaning on the pool table. Okay. Both with both hands yeah. and his heads down. That's straight out of the book. The bridge shot, of course, is right out of the book. Cal working in his garage is right out of the book. I have the tool. I have some of the tools from that downstairs. I get. Um, it's funny because when they first set it up, it's kind of a, a mind game because it's in a mirror. And I wasn't going to go to set that day because there, there was just those two bikes there and the, um, Grant or somebody took those two bikes to set because they weren't going to run. And uh, I decided to go, I think, because costumes wanted me to fit something. They wanted me to go to their trailer to make sure something fit. Or some reason I went and I looked and I remember telling Jeff, the director, I'm like, the bikes are wrong for the shot. And he's like, because when you weren't looking at them on the camera and through the mirror, they looked right. But you have to remember you're looking through a camera on a mirror. And I was like, no, no, they're wrong. And and it was kind of, we kind of boned set deck because they had to move all their shit out of the way. And I was like, just, can they move all their shit out of the way? And then I'll turn the bike and put it where it is. And I did that and then put the other bike where it was. And uh, Jeff and Adam Stone, the DP, they're like, man, that was just a mind <laughs> looking at that because it was, you know, because yeah. you had to look. And I was, if I can say, I was very very happy that that was an instant that I wasn't even supposed to be on set because there was no stunts and I went and I just because I think they were just going to figure it out or something and I was really happy that that I mean, was that, there a book on set like for those guys like have something handy most of the time man I mean in every pre-production meeting you know we had there there was there was um, emails and texts and we had there was books laying around the office I had books I had I had multiple presses multiple and I had blown up versions of things that were important to me and they were on the wall in everybody's office you know art department's office uh the production design everybody everybody had fo- oh you know one of the places that had the best photos was costumes they had the whole the whole fourth floor of that building i think it was the fourth floor or third was costumes and it's a big office building and it was like walking into the coolest thrift store you'd ever been in like the coolest no vintage store shit, i bet it was i mean the the costume stuff was insane because they had brought stuff mostly from california and they'd sent buyers out all over ohio and new york and stuff and they brought it all there and their reference photos were so good because they had reference photo and and probably not just danny's photos. yeah they, they had, had all kinds all of references and some of them were so cool i mean i would go over there I might have just hung out over there sometimes just, <laughs> just to look at the photos. Well, the girls were good, too, right? Oh, yeah. They, oh, they were all great. They were That's all awesome. sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to have, you know, pulled an Oliver and just showed up at some point. I really wish I could have done that. I wish you would have, too. Yeah, they'll, they'll do it again, though, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's a once-in-a-lifetime. That yeah. movie is once-in-a-lifetime oh, right there, gosh. bud. You know, I thought I was when I was looking at movies yesterday... They did an Easy Rider. They did the second Easy Riders. Did they you know did this? a second Easy Riders. Yeah, there's a, like an Easy Riders: The Ride Back. I'm sorry. Oh my God, it's fucking. That's got to be terrible. I mean, I didn't it's watch like it. Grease I just, too. Saw some clips. It was fucking 
how on earth. I don't know. Well, I had to, I had to keep trying to explain to people, like they were like, well, I guess some of the stunt guys when I'd call them and say we're gonna, I got a show and mm-hmm. it's vintage motorcycles. I was like, well, what's up? And I'd say, pretty much this this movie, this time period or this movie is gapping. It's it's the gap between, um, the wild one with Marlon Brando and Easy Riders. Yeah, you know it's yeah, it's yeah. pretty much the gap. That's the time period. It's the gap because it's before Easy Ride. All this happens before, right? Well, actually, the way the script goes, it goes on past Easy past Riders. 70, yeah, as it goes into seventy-two, I think at some point somebody said, "Hey, this last ride is supposed to be year nineteen seventy-two. Well, I mean, even in the, his book, he's got like a. You know, a picture of one of the dude's scrapbooks that has the wild one, you know, movie poster. Well, yeah, that, because Johnny was a, had a scrapbook and he loved the wild one. Yeah, well, and I mean, that's one of those things, like, where they talk about how art depicts, uh, what is well, it? Real life depicts real life, art. Or, or, real life depicts, depicts art, you know? It's yeah. like, yeah, those clubs, you know, modeled a lot of what they were doing off of what they saw in those movies and the movies... Or, you know that the wild ones was based, and they're basing on what somebody had seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, Easy Rider was definitely what the Southern California was, was that guy that built those bikes. I don't remember his name, but uh, I mean, I think they just let him build the bikes. Oh, what? Now we're in trouble. Yeah, now we should, we're in trouble. His name dude. should be enshrined. It is. What is that guy's name that built oh, those bikes? Oh my gosh! So the original guy that built the bike didn't so. The original guy that built the bikes, fuck. He didn't even want to have anything to do with them. Because when he found out that it was going to be a couple of drugged out fucking hippies, he was like, nah, I don't even, I don't even was, want credit for building those wait, bikes. Wait, so wasn't, he was a black guy, right? Yeah. And yeah. he, yeah, because you know, that, that, that ties in here, if you want to tie that into this movie, Shelley Ward, the guy that I said, you know, he's a stunt driver, his dad was a stunt driver, and they're from a pedigree, a family of stunt people. His dad had, um, you know, did a lot of car work for movies and th- things like, you know, they built ramps and stuff. And he told me that during the filming of Easy Rider, they would bring those bikes to his dad's shop up in Aquadulce because they filmed up that direction, I guess, because the bikes were breaking down at night and they would bring them over there. And I was thinking, well, didn't somebody else build them because his dad didn't have anything to do with building. But since he's a film guy, they probably like, hey, he's got a shop right here. And I guess there was a few times that those bikes went to Shelley Ward's place, which is, it's his place now. It's, it's all yeah. the old stunt guys all live up there in Aquadose. Well, they don't all, but a lot of them do. But he said that it happened. So I guess maybe that guy didn't want anything to do with the movie. I mean, I could see. No, he didn't. He, they wanted, so they, they got stolen, I think, and they wanted him to build another set. And he was like, fuck that. No, no, I'm not. Yeah. I, after what you guys did with those bikes, I don't, you know. Yeah, they those, had somebody else build them. That was one thing that I had a concern with, and I brought up with the producers. Like, hey, we have a a shop here with uh, see, I don't know the exact numbers because I think in my deck there was forty five bikes, but a couple didn't go. But then we added some, and then we I bought that one, the one Austin Butler wanted to buy, and and uh, Oliver bought. We added bikes, uh, but uh, there's I kept saying there's forty five very expensive motorcycles in a building. In downtown Cincinnati, yeah. If if we're not looking, you know, what happens if somebody steals these motorcycles? You know, was, that was a that was a concern. That was a big concern of uh, not just me, but 
I mean, what are you going to do? Was there not security on hand all the well, time? Well, we did have security. Like, on set, we always had security. And wherever the bikes were parked, there was security. But, of course, you know, there was this shop, and there was... And we, have we done this? Done no, this no, way, keep don't? going. I just... I can't go without telling those... You know, mentioning those guys' names. The Easy Rider Builders. So now you're that guy looking at I am. Up. I'm like, fuck, I gotta do it. You weren't supposed to acknowledge that. You're supposed to just keep talking. Nobody oh. else could tell I'm looking at my phone. Oh, yeah, now so. they all know, dude. <laughs> fuck, what were you saying about bikes getting lifted? <laughs> I was saying I was worried about it, but... <laughs> Not as worried about me fucking talking on my phone over here. I'm hungry. I am too. Well, that's good because... We have Jesus we have, Christ. We've, we've just gotten spent like, to the limit. Uh, we did. Yeah, like this is we can't go any. Forward. I feel really bad. Uh, I hope that was Cliff Voss and Ben Hardy. Ben Hardy, I think, was the original guy. Did they own a shop somewhere or something? Yeah, they I think a, so. Yeah, they own a chopper south, shop or something. Yeah, somewhere in Southern California. You know, and and everybody thought that they got whitewashed from history, right? Like they. Nobody talked about them because they were black and they built those bikes. And were we both guys black? To, yeah. They, we still want to give them credit. And Sugar Bear tells the story differently. He, he's the one. And I think uh, Detroit Randy said this at the uh, – or no, no Sugar, Detroit told me this. But Sugar Bear said it when he got inducted in the Hall of Fame. Or I think he took a trophy for Ben Hardy. He was like, you know, here's the deal. He didn't – want to have anything to do with this because you fucking drugged out white people, you know, ruined the image of these bikes, you know, it wasn't that yeah. you know, he got shunned, he was that. just like, no, I don't want to have nothing to do with you fucking drugged out hippies I mean, I'm, you know, you, I feel the same know, way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I mean, but I don't think there's been anything that is going to, that's ever been close to what was done there until now and I can't wait to see it and, Thanks, and we'll man. do this again Thanks for uh, thanks for everything, Dan. I appreciate it, and I I hope I didn't bore any of your listeners to death. Here's here's the deal: fuck them if you did. Nah, man. These guys listen to you. You know they they'll come back. <laughs> they'll come back. Thank well, you. Thank you, Dan. Thanks a lot. All right. Well, that does it. I know <clears throat> you're probably stoked about seeing the movie if you made it this long. I know I am. I recently talked to Oliver Peck. Him and Jeff went to a. A screening in, I think it was Little Rock, Arkansas. <clears throat> Somewhere in Little Rock, they had an art society. I believe that's where Jeff Nichols is from. And he did like a friends and family invite. And Oliver is pretty stoked, man. He said it looked really fucking good. And it was interesting. They had, I guess Jeff did like a Q&A <clears throat> before or afterwards, you know, and talked about the movie and, and played some tapes of... You know, that that I guess he got his hands on the tapes that Danny Lyons recorded when he made those, when he did those interviews, which, God, I would love to hear that shit. And I bet, you know, it may be available on YouTube. I haven't even looked, so I guess I should do that. But one thing he did point out was, like, they played uh, some of uh, the character that Jodie Comer plays. Her name's Kathy. They played some of Kathy's recordings, and then they, they showed, you know, Jody what Jody did and he said it was you know she's incredible and you could tell in the preview I mean the preview is cut together so well uh and just showcases all the all the actors and actresses I mean it's 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 fuck you know it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out I'm sure that it's fucking amazing it, it it's gotta be really cause they got all the right people involved so 
Anyhow, I do appreciate you sitting down with me, Jeff. And I appreciate everybody that made it through this, you know, fucking two or three hour podcast. And I hope you enjoyed it. And go check out mcshoptees.com, dangerdancetalkshop.com, knivesmadebynick.com, lowbrowcustoms.com, and Motorcycle Sherpa. Let's go ride some motorcycles in the Himalayas. Come on. Uh, dude, check it out. I'll see you at Born Free Texas. <laughs>